Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shack. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at GoToDobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Oh man, Rave was on time. Watched you today. Oh, you did? Yeah, I watched your little pump fake today. That's no pump fake. Yeah, well, (laughs) even Lauren, who hasn't been here for weeks, she was fine. Uh, Good morning, Lauren. Hi. Hi. Hello. My whole team's here. On this, on this Monday after a couple days off. Well, Learn took last week off. Big uh, lake vacation, hey, huh? Right. I'm so tan now. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Stick your patoots in the water? Oh, yeah. All the right. patoots got sunburn almost. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That means no, no crocs, no flops, Mm-mm. no nothing. Nope. Just barefoot. Barefoot sure all week. Patoots out, as Riz would say. Didn't get nibbled on at all, which I was happy about. Did you... Uh, <laughs> Did you and Tim get an Airbnb? No, we uh, we VRBO'd with his family. So oh. We do this okay. family vacation every year, and his parents get us a nice house on the lakefront. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but this year was different, though. Like, normally, my sister and brother-in-law, they drink with us, so Tim and I aren't, the, like, the biggest Hoosiers at the mm-hmm. lake, you know? <laughs> Uh, but this year, my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law, they were, like, doing this health thing, and they weren't drinking. And so Tim and I were the only ones essentially trying to get you know, lakeified. Yeah, we're trying to have trying a lake, to get lake crunk, yo. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> it wasn't as, uh, there was no debauchery. I'll just say that. It was very Okay, so it was, it was a wholesome family trip to the lake. Very much so, yeah. No party cove. Mm. I got a pontoon. Okay. Ooh. Did a little tubing. Well, that's fun. Had you got a jet ski? No jet ski. We uh, The kids wanted to, but you got to be, for some reason, so the state of Missouri, you I think you have to be 16 or 14 or something to ride jet skis, but at the lake, all these rental properties, they say, or all these rental places say that you got to be 18 to mm. get a jet ski. So my nephew, oh, who's wow. 16, was really bummed out, uh, and like we were just like, whatever. Nothing like jet skiing at the lake. Oh, man. That is too fun. Am I right? Dude, the newest thing was everybody's popping wheelies on the jet skis. So all, I, as we were on I mean, our pontoon. I mean, jet skis don't have wheels. Well, I don't know what to call it. <laughs> what would you call it? Like popping they were nosies. They were uh, wailing. I don't even know what this. Noses up. They're standing up. 
They're holding them. I mean, they are completely vertical. Both the jet ski and the human are vertical. And I mean, these people think they are cool as hell. And it was Did it really look cool? Uh, they flipping these things? No, they're not like, flipping them. Oh, okay, because that but can cost like, you. Like, they're just yeah, going. Yeah. It is pretty cool um, to see a jet ski erected. Yeah, yeah, an erect uh, jet erect, ski. Erect, yeah. yes. Uh, uh-huh. Yes. An erect <laughs> jet ski. Yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah. Did you get one of those houses that had the dock? Oh, yeah. The whole thing. So. Oh, my gosh. And do you know? We, this, so we I haven't been to Lake this year, so maybe I don't know. We do this every year. This is the first year that all of us were very surprised to see that these lifts are happening from these big houses on the lake. Now everybody's got these roller coaster looking lifts oh, where yeah. you essentially put your cooler and you could put people on them and it slowly brings you yeah, to the dock. Yeah, those are sweet. Oh, so if if the house is far away from Yeah. Right. And we had one and it was pretty fun. Oh, so it's like uh the chairmaster. Yes, like at yeah. old people. <laughs> like for old people. Yes. Except you put your cooler on it. Yeah, and that's pe- very lake. And people, I mean, there was like two little seats, and you could essentially put like four adults on there with the coolers. <laughs> and we had a t- our house was way up on a bluff, so like we needed that thing. Usually, walking from the house to the dock is the only exercise you get. Right. And now you're cutting that out. Not anymore. <laughs> and I noticed as I drove around, there's a Lake of the Ozarks lifts, like a company, and they got to be making a killing. Bank. Yeah. 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 Every big ass home yeah. had one. So you were in a quiet cove. Yeah. No debaucherous activity, just Mm-mm. a relaxing, just relaxing, fun-filled week. Put your feet in the water, do some fishing. Yeah, fishing, cooking. It is weird when you're with a group of people. So how many were you with? Uh, we were with n- nine total. Okay, so you and Tim were the only drinkers. Yeah, my brother-in-law had a whiskey one night with. That him. is weird when you wanna when you wanna be up here. Mm-hmm. It's just not the time for it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that my family, this is something Tim and I talk about often. My family's nuts. They're loud, boisterous. We're drinkers. It's insanity. Tim's family, more chill, wholesome. They're good people. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always feel like an squares. a-hole. Yeah, squares. squares. Good you way know, to put it. Thanks. I'm like an octagon, and uh, and I want to get wild when I'm on the lake, but essentially we're with his family, and I don't want to be disrespectful, so I have to, like, rent a jet yeah, throttle it. Throttle she it. rented a jet ski and rode a wheelie into Party Cove. Uh-huh. <laughs> Could you imagine? Free jugging. I, I would have been free jugging. I mean, I was essentially the whole week, which was also fantastic, and women know, like, to not have to wear real clothes or makeup sure. for a whole week is the best. Yeah. So, really loved it. I don't know, Rafe. When you're drinking years, and even even you, Moon, in your drinking years, um, so like my, you know, my brother and his family are in town. That's why we took two days off last week. I just wanted to like not have to not have to get up early and uh, and be a zombie all day while yeah. my brother and his family were here. But yesterday, uh, you know, Sunday, we're making dinner, hanging around the house. I said to my brother, "Hey, man, you want a drink?" And he goes, "No." <laughs> oh, you were you were bummed. Yeah, because I don't want to be the only one. Right. Yeah, but I, I mean, isn't that something kind of in your 20s where you feel like that's an adventure that you need friends with or something? Like, you know, you don't want to be the loner that's doing it? I don't know. I didn't want to be the lone guy. <laughs> oh, because you were going to feel guilty, like Learn said, that she felt guilty yeah, being an yeah. octagon in a, in a circle of squares. But also, you, there's a bonding that comes with it. And I'm not saying, sober people, I love you, and I'm not saying that I can't bond with anybody sober. I bond with Rafe every day. But, like... There's something about my brother and sister-in-law who they, you know, we're a very blended family of political views and of uh, religions and all sorts Mm -hmm. of stuff. And so the only time that we seriously have bonded over the 13 years that I've been with this family now is 
over a couple of beers where we finally come together and have some some good talks, some deep talks. We all just turn to alcohol. That's what Learn's saying. <laughs> yes. We all just turn to alcohol. What a better world this would be. Uh-huh. Really, yeah. Scott? In a, in a serious uh, manner, do you feel like you can't get that serious or to whatever that level is without that? No, I, I can. I mean, you got to loosen did. up. Like, but for <laughs> me, I feel like they kind of loosen up. I'm I can be loose all day long, but they're a very like buttoned up family, yeah, and yeah. I feel like they allow themselves finally a little freedom when they do have like a couple of. We do these things called buzz balls. They're terrible. <laughs> they're absolute horrific shots that you can buy at convenience stores at the lake. That was Scott's nickname in high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. buzz, buzz balls. balls. Mm-hmm. And so Daniel, my brother-in-law, he always brings them, and so he did bring three buzz balls to us. To try and be get loose, and I go, are we really going to do this? Like Emily's out, my uh, sister in law, and and we did, you know, we did them, and they're terrible. They taste awful, uh, but we endure it because that's kind of the Wait, now, what? What are buzz balls? They are. I'll find them and bring they're, them uh, for you. Booze that will they're get literally you, uh, in a ball too, right? In a ball, and, and they get like you a, a serious hangover if you want. Remember those Kool Aids for kids in the eighties? Oh, looked like a barrel foil top? with the foil okay. top. Yeah, yeah, like the bu- the bug juice. It's essentially oh, like okay. that. It looks like adult bug juices, I think. They look like hand grenades. Yes. <laughs> and they taste yeah, yeah, like yeah. flavor grenades, not in a good way. It's yeah, yeah. yeah if, you, if you put blue alcohol in one of those, uh, what's that What's that, um, that apple juice that, that oh, you Oh, Martinelli's. Likes? Martinelli's. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I've seen those. I'll get you one sometime. No, nah, I'm good. No, for your birthday. But anyway, so they, he brought those, and we tried to have fun with that, and We all had so the buzz, uh, buzz balls in our mouth, and... <laughs> You know, I feel like uh, in the last, I mean, it's been, on October, it'll be four years. So I've been sober since October 2019. And I feel like in these last couple of years, on the lake or on a boat or something like that, I don't I don't even notice who Do who's drinking and who's not. I, re- I really don't. Up I, not, to a point. Well, no, There's I'm a just, point where I always notice. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not really <laughs> right. around a lot of, like, partiers. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. are drinking because it's part of their routine and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, something that they're right. loosening up with or whatever. There's no, like, partiers or drunken folks around me really yeah. anymore. So I'm not really even noticing. I just, I don't even think okay, about Okay, so it. here's a question. Can you stay out or even or even stay up as late as you used to? Oh, man. Not without repercussions. <laughs> not without noticing. I mean, last night I lost more sleep, and this morning I <clears throat> instantly woke up and went, damn. Mm. Felt that. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, can feel it now. I mean, Rafe, are you, are you staying out or even... I think that's the one thing that's still baked into my DNA is I am still, like, I still keep the schedule of a guy that parties every night. Like, I can stay up. You can. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because we have kids at home. I can read. And it's different. Like, if somebody says to you, learn, it's a Friday night or a Saturday <laughs> night, and they go, hey, you know, you know, we're going out, you know, tonight. You know, meet us at 10 o'clock somewhere. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm dreading that. Are you saying no? Depends. I might because my reaction at first is, "Are you kidding me?" Like if they text <laughs> me with plenty of time, like, "Hey, we're going out tonight at ten, and it's six, and I have time to rally myself," then yeah, I might go depending <laughs> on what it is. Like I've been wanting to go. I've been talking about this on the air. I really have been wanting to go dancing, and nobody like Michelle Smallman's coming in town uh, from ESPN in a couple of weeks, and I, she and I are going dancing. Like, we Where does one even play. go dancing? Well, I like to go to Helen's. Nobody else likes to go there apparently, uh, but I love it. Is that a dancing place on Fridays and Saturday nights? Hell yeah! <clears throat> yeah, they got a band and a whole bunch of drunk folks dancing. Uh, okay, when you it's walk my in there at, at like a prime hour. What what do you say? Like eleven? Like ten. Okay, yeah, 10 or 11, and the dance floor is full. It's packed. And it's kind of doesn't matter what band is playing. No. 
That's pretty fun. See, I'm is not it out line that dancing? Late. I don't even know what happened. No, I know. That's, that's the scene down. Is there, it man. line dancing and? Oh no, it's no, it's no. It's just just jumping and just, grinding. And it's rando. So, I mean, can can you imagine Lindbergh and Watson? You know what I mean? Like, it's, there's no line dancing. There's no yeah. specific anything dancing. It's just. You get South the County city dancing. kids, the West County kids, the North County. You so get everybody most of the people on the dance floor are holding a drink. Oh, yes. The drinks are on the floor. Yes. It's Sunset Hills dancing. Oh, man. Okay, so the <laughs> yeah. so the women so the women are out there on the dance floor being free and, the and loose and cutting it up. And But the guys are out there, 90% are holding a drink while they're out. They have the problem. Dancing. I've gone to so many bachelorette parties where we take a bus to Helen's. And the men are, I got to say this, the men that go to Helen's, yes, they'll have their, you know, bottled beer and they'll be doing the perimeter thing where they're not sure, but then they will come out and they will dance. And it's, it's pretty spectacular. So, and Tim makes fun of me because I'm always like, hey, you want, like, it'll be Friday night, seven o'clock. I'll go, hey, you want to go to Helen's? (laughs) He's like, I never, ever want to go to Helen's. And I'm like, come on. Like, it's an inside (laughs) joke. In our family, because uh, he's so resistant. If he, he grew to... up in that town from Footloose, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> where dancing that's was Nixon. illegal, yeah, that's that's Nixon, Missouri. That's yeah. his, that's See, if you were, if you were to say, "Hey, Riz, uh, there's a thousand dollars on the if dance you, floor. If you find a place where women are dancing, I would be standing at the edge of my driveway, going, <laughs> "I don't know where to go." Oh, no, and that's a problem in St. Louis. I think you'd know where to go. I, I, honestly, there's always one place. There used to be a couple. They're always dancing. Where? East side, baby. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That, well also, true. Napoli. Like, it's like, what kind of night do we want to have? Do yeah, we want to yeah. have, like, bourgeois, like, you know, bougie Clayton Bougie night? dancing? Oh, yeah. They Na- dance at Napoli? Napoli? Are you looking to get hit on? Tell oh. you what. Are, are you, Unless you like, are, are they holding tall, cannolis? bronzed, and blonde, you are not getting hit on you at You want to really find out what you're made of, there's a little... Cuban dance joint yes. in the Central West End. It's a little underground. I've wandered in there. Oh, once. is that called Viva or something like that? Yeah. Okay. That place is oh, awesome. That place. Yeah. They always dancing in there, and it oh. is it's for real. Yeah. But it's good. See, I don't want for real. I'm not a, I just, I let, I'm the Grateful hey. Dead show. Like, you know I'm what? For real. That's where they do like salsa dancing. Yeah, that's you the got, salsa That's place. right. And if you know what, if you want to improve your, your 100 yard dash, you can't race a bunch of slow people. Right. You'll never improve your time. I need to go there. You got to go where the pros are. You got to race people faster than you. I wouldn't know where to go. Oh, man. Thank you. Napoli. I used to go to, they used to have boogie nights at um, the casino. I think Hollywood Casino. Uh, Went to that. You want to feel like a divorcee on a Saturday night with your girlfriends. Go to the casino and dance. Because, I mean, it's a. Okay. Oh, yeah. I would go to Ameristar or. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was that that place that we used to go to? Um, We had gigs there. Uh, It's at at Hollywood. Right. Used to be, yeah, that, uh, what was that place? Because the, the band would play on the roof above the bar. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. not the roof, but you know, they play on like this ridiculous thing up there. Oh, what Our is buddies that would always what play. What the there. hell? Ah, uh, what we was that? Go there called? after Point Fest. Yeah, it was like Ice Club or something, something silly. Yeah. Club Liquid. Or- yeah. <laughs> liquid, yeah. Was it there. Liquid? There was Liquid. Okay, yeah. That, yeah, that, that was, was a place where you could see dancing depending on the Some other place that had like a water moat around the dance floor. It wasn't liquid, but it was like over gosh, some was it one of the club uh, moist. There, no. there was a couple of those. Um, what do you call them? Uh, karaoke type bars Somebody that would know. turn into kind of dance places. Like the, the, it was double D's or oh, something man. for a minute yeah. there. Um, and a still karaoke there. Oh, okay. A double D's. Oh yeah. They'll karaoke and people will be dancing. I before I left town, I went to uh, 
one of our coworkers, Jenna, who works on Casey Mornings with AD, she turned 22. She invited a couple <coughs> people from work to go uh, sing karaoke uh, on last Friday or whenever it was. Mm. And so Tim and I, we uh, we said, yeah, let us know where you're going. We'll, we'll come meet you out. I had never been to Stooges in Baldwin, right on Manchester. Nope, not familiar with that joint. Hole in the wall. Possibly the last smoking establishment on Manchester. <laughs> we walk in. I'd never been in this place before. This was the place. Hole in the wall. There was a this. there was a guy who was working the DJ machine, letting these, you know, townies. I mean, and I'm townies. I, I'm of these people. Baldwin townies. Walked in, everybody was singing in Stooges. I was having mm. a blast. I feel like I've passed this place before. You definitely have. Stooges with a Z, by with the way. With a Z. Ooh, a watering that's, that's hole. Stooges, Stooges. They should a call it a smoking hole, hole, too, because it was. I, I came home and showered because I was. I used to stay till like, midnight, watch a couple people uh, sing. Hmm. Nice. Great. You know who loves to dance? Old people. Oh, yeah. Did a fundraiser this weekend, Southern Illinois. Bands played. <laughs> Noon to five. Mm. Not prime dancing time, but guess what? Dance the blue hairs packed. were going bananas on the dance floor, dude. That's what you got to find. You got to find you a nice little yes. retirement community. Go dance it up. I want to. So it was in Southern Illinois. Yeah. What what kind of establishment? Uh, my One of my cousins owns a place called uh, Highway 51 Brewery. It's on Old Route 66. And it's actually this big warehouse, like carpet warehouse that he turned into a brewery. And it's got like an event center in it. It's actually really nice. Uh, and they did it in like, he does wedding receptions there sometimes. So they did it in the reception hall. But it was nice. It was a fundraiser for my uncle, my cousins. I have one cousin that he's more of an idea man. Mm. I'll be honest. But his sister is very organized, and together, as twin powers unite, they made a pretty good event. Good. Oh, it was a fundraiser. Yeah, my uncle had a stroke. They're trying to raise a little money for him, and he's a good dude, and and, and it went really well. So it was cool. And uh, fundraiser, solid auction. Yeah, they had some cool. fifty. All the stuff, the 50-50, I know you guys are going to be, I know how there's going to be a stance taken probably, but. Oh, the, well, uh, what, the 50-50s? Well, it was donated back. Well, they're, they're, oh, they, oh, see, there they're already is a stance okay, taken on so, this show. Okay, so we've yeah. talked about this before. Okay. So when there's a 50-50. <laughs> All right. Learn, uh, you, 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 you had, when we discussed this, you weren't here. Hmm. It's been it's been a while since we've had this discussion. It's been actually. a number of years. It's been a number it, of years. It comes up every right. once in a while. We always have to like let people. We okay. always have to let people off the hook. When somebody wins a 50-50 at a charity event, uh-huh. normally the crowd will start yelling, "Give it back! Give it back!" Right. <laughs> Shaming them. Yes. Into taking their winnings. Which is absurd. And I, donating it back. I remember absurd. when you guys talked about this, like, originally on this show. Absurd. And I agree with you. I I think it is a, it's very sweet if somebody wants to give it back on their own. But I think if you want to keep those earnings, you played the game. You're supporting in a number of ways. You bought a ticket to the event. Exactly. You're bidding on stuff. You, the luck gods were with you that day. You keep your, what you exactly. want. Exactly. And whatever your choice is, is your business. Is your business. It's nobody else's business. if you want to give it back. Good for you. give it back. Yeah. No pressure. Mm-hmm. No I, pressure. I, anybody that's chanting, I would like somebody to go over to them and go, hey, uh, open up your finances. Let me see your bank account. Right. Because yeah. because if you can tell me what to do with my money, mm-hmm. I'm going to no, tell you what you to do what with I'm your gonna money. Do. Next time I see you playing 50-50, I'm going to go, give it all. <laughs> give it all. Just give all your money over. Right. Yeah, dude. Give all your money over when to they, the 50-50. When they announced your name, that became your money, and it's your business. You want to give yeah. it back, do it. You want to do it publicly, do it. You want to do it privately, do it. You want to hold it, do it. I'll even say this. It's giving 50-50 a bad name. 
because people won't want to invest in exactly in the future because they're like, oh my, God, I don't want to. If I do mm -hmm. win, what? A, I don't want to be shamed. I don't want to feel embarrassed. I don't want to be a cheapskate. They're not even going to play then. No. So d just let everybody play. It's a 50-50. You got your 50 cut. Then they get their 50 cut. We did a, a school fundraiser when the kids were in elementary school, and I won the 50-50. Congratulations. And there was excitement of, oh, my God, that's my number. Yeah. Last, the last four numbers, five, seven, seven, yeah. three. And I go, oh, my oh, God. I got to finally win something. I'm rich. Right. Getting my money. And then everybody starts chanting, give it back. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and, and you know you. what? I gave it back. You make a no. good point because this fundraiser also had a gun raffle. Mm. That's how I knew I was home in Southern right. Illinois, baby. They were walking around, just children everywhere, just holding up a Colt 44 hunting rifle with a scope. <laughs> Dibs. Mm -hmm. There was a guy with one hand holding it up, swear to God, not making that up. I'm like, that's probably not the person you want. Displaying well, the firearm. On, depends right. on how he lost the hand. Now, 100%. If it was, 100%. Everyone was thinking it. I'm not a bad guy. If it was, He was a cool dude, but everybody was thinking it. If it was a new, uh, you know, chainsaw and the guy with one arm. Exactly. Exactly, dude. <laughs> you don't have him putting the Husqvarna on display. Right. That's my point of that story. I'm not I'm not body shaming or... or, right. or one hand or shaming. being an ableist. I'm just saying, like, maybe we have someone else carry the gun around in the air. But no one was chanting, somebody won that rifle because we sold all the, I got them to sell all the tickets sold because it was going to be an ongoing thing. And I was like, got 50 tickets left, you know, 30 bucks a pop. We're only selling 150. Got them all. Did the drawing and no one was like, then he guy came and got his gun. No one's like, give it back. Right. Give it back. So yeah. I'm like, that's a good point, I guess. I didn't really think about that. We were at the yeah. uh, at trivia for uh, United Services for Children and Mallory won almost everything she bid on with this yeah. raffle. And then we won the grand prize of half a hog. They said half a hog. Give wow. it back. Mallory, like, what am I supposed yeah. to do? Come on, man. That's we absurd. just feel that with the 50 50. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a jealousy thing. It is a jealousy I thing. think people want yeah. the credit, too. It's like that old Larry David thing of, like, I'll give it back. <laughs> you know, like, well, yeah. look at me. Well, That's you fine. know what? I've decided today to be generous to the peons. I put my I money in. I shall donate it back. Yeah, I, I think there's a little money bit. In. Well, let it be my idea. Who gives it back, give it back and doesn't and doesn't tell who gives it back and says, hey, don't tell him, don't announce it. That's the real yeah, move that's, right that's there. That's the real hero yeah, right yeah. there. Don't announce that's it. That's a real hero. That's a confident human right there. Well, I done a, after we discussed it the first time on the air, I did a, fun a fundraiser that Friday for the uh, West County Police Department, and they made it a point in their 50-50 to say, we will not accept it back. Oh, that's nice. I love that. Nice. Good for that, them. And that'll Up probably front. Make, that probably makes people buy more. Absolutely. Hey. Knowing that they're not on the hook to give yeah. it back. Speaking of police, oh. I got to tell you all about some police karma I had. All right. Over the last yeah. Day. On the lake? Wow. No, no. I got some police karma. Hmm. Before I left town, well, first of all, let me go back to, you know, last, not last Friday, but the Friday before is my last day on the air. On Saturday, we lost power for 48 hours. We were one of those homes, oh, if no. you remember the storms yeah. that blew yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. So we couldn't leave till Tuesday because we had to get all of our stuff back to normal, had to throw everything out of our fridge. Like, we didn't leave till Tuesday to go to the lake. Oh, you had to throw out a, a whole bunch of stuff? Whole bunch of stuff. Uh, it was a nightmare. Um, on, did you stay in the house, by the way? I did because I didn't want to leave, of course, I didn't want to leave my cats. And also, the first night wasn't terrible. Mm -hmm. The second night was brutal. Like oh, it was, and it was so wet, it was hot, it was so oh, gross. Nice. 
And then I decided to like punish myself even more by repainting my closet. I was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna blow open the windows and like just paint, the, just jam and just wow. paint the closet because I had nothing else to do. Like I went to the. Why don't you go to your mother's? Well, what she wanted warrior. me to go, but I, I didn't want to leave the cats. You can't take your cats to your mother's. No, I can't. They're, because uh, don't even get me started on that. What a warrior! And you threw food out. Threw food out. Oh, call a brother. Come so, on, man, I got mouths to feed. Anyway, I went to Jimmy John's on uh, on I guess it was mon- last Monday. Okay, so I'm at Jimmy John's on Monday. Still no power. I'd gone to the library to get some things done in the AC. Mm-hmm. Decided to pick up lunch before I went home. I'm in the drive-thru at Jimmy John's on Manchester, and I notice that there's a police officer behind me. And so I get up to the window, and I go, you know what, I'm, I haven't bought police officer lunch in a long time. I'm going to do that. So I say to the Jimmy John's person, I go, hey, I'll go ahead and get his lunch, too. And the kid at the window goes, are you sure you want to do that? It's $45. And I go, oh. damn. I go, I, I said, yes, I'll do it. How, I'm many, like, pe- how many people are wow. in that car? Right. I was like, you must be really God. hungry. So I do it. I was like, you know what, good on me for whoever's eating all that food. Leave. Then today, so that the whole week goes by. Today. Okay, so so you paid for forty five bucks. Yeah, forty five dollars for the. Obviously, it was more than one person. Yeah, probably for the whole. Well, yeah. However many people. They must have got it without the bread. <laughs> without the bread, <laughs> you know what? I have a story on that too. Because the bread is terrible. The bread is Jones. not <laughs> terrible. I had a woman come out to my remote last Saturday who works at Jimmy John's. She's like, "Thank you for sticking up for Jimmy John's bread on this." I show. didn't say it was terrible. I just said it was weird. It's not great. So that was last anyway. Monday. Cut to today. It's Monday again. I'm leaving for work. I'm early. I curled my hair this morning. I'm I'm flying down Manchester. Uh, I have a police car behind me. I have one in front of me at a stoplight. Um, all of a sudden, cherries go on behind me. And I go, oh, my God. Oh, boy. Get pulled over. What time is this? This is at uh, 4.30. Okay, 4.30, Manchester Road, Manchester and what? Well, this is now Clarkson. I turned oh, Clarkson. on Clarkson. So uh, cherries come on behind me. I'm like, damn it. I haven't been pulled pulled over in like 15 years, okay? Roll my window down, put my dome light on, sitting there. I'm like, oh, my God. So officer comes up to the window. I said, uh, good morning, officer. I go, was I speeding? And he goes, you're doing uh, 52 and a 45. Oh, wow, really rocketing through. Nice. And I go, smokes. I go, oh, crap. But I said S instead. And he goes. So 52 and a 45. I Come mean, on, man. It's, he's he's it's, pulling over. What else he got to do? It's, at he's seeing if you're drunk. It, yes, it's speeding. Yeah. It's, it's 4.30. He's seeing if you're drunk. He probably yeah. is. Anyway, this is a beefcake of a man and uh, just a pure delight. <laughs> oh, a, a beefy gentleman? A beefy gentleman. Mean it with love. And he, uh, I said, ah, crap. And he goes, you know what? Have a good day. I'll be listening. Oh, oh wow. Right. Wow. Oh. Knew it was you, the woman who paid for the guy's lunch at the Jimmy right. John's. That's right. That's what it is. He said, we've been looking for you for a week. Yeah. <laughs> he dropped awesome. a half a anyway, bill at a Jimmy John's The rich show privilege ago. is real, and it happened to me this morning. Boy, that, that feeling, though, late at night oh. or early in the morning when the lights go on behind right? you. And you go, what did I do? <laughs> your voice goes into that register. Yeah. I, well, I'm going, do I have all my paperwork? Like, I had my license. I'm like, did I put the new identification card in the glove box? You like, say the ratio privilege is true? Yeah. yeah, it was when I got pulled over, too, in the Challenger. And a guy came up and was asking me all about the motor. He's like, oh, is this a V8? Is this a Hemi? This, that? And I was like, yeah, cool, sweet. He loves cars. He's This is going to be fine. I was only going nine over. Uh-huh. And uh, 20 minutes later, he's come by and saying, this is a sweet car. Is it this year? Is it that? Is it the, this is the collector one, right, with 20-inch wheels and that? And he goes, great, yeah, that's cool. Enjoy it. Here's your ticket. Mm. All right. All right. The female privilege exists. <laughs> 270 yeah. bucks. But I, listen, karma. Thanks, man. for the officer's lunch. It was police karma. Well, I got pulled over the Friday that, on the way home from work. You did? Mm-hmm. And did you get a ticket? 
No, it was a different, an odd interaction. It was Creve Corps police. I was pulling out of here at like noon, and uh, pulling on to Olive. Pulling on to Olive. It's three lanes, and I have to go left to get on to. Is that two seventy? Two seventy south. Yeah, two seventy south. So I pull out this little merge, and then there's like it's standstill traffic because it's noon on a Friday, and there's a Creve Corps cop. He's right by me. He's in the middle lane. I creep up past him. I got my turn signal on for a while. And, and mind you, sometimes it's crazy out here. It can be. Because you got to get to that left lane, the far left lane. In like two blocks. In like two blocks, and there's a lot of cars and a lot of traffic lights. Ballas is always just a mess right there. So I'm like creeping. He doesn't pull forward. I got my signal on. I'm at least, I see a cop. It's not like I didn't see him. I went past him. I could have waved at him. Mm -hmm. I see that he's like sitting in his car. He's got lights on it. It says Creep Corps Police on the side. I'm a pretty bright fellow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I put together that this guy is an officer. This is involved. a police officer. I, this yes. might be a police like officer. I put it together. I'm probably like eight car lengths in front of him. He doesn't pull forward, so I get over in front of him. And then we, I go like another half a block, and I get over in front of another car. And then I notice he like, he cuts it behind me, and he falls me onto the on-ramp, mm. pulls me over on the on-ramp. So lights you up. Lights me up, pulls me over. Now I still have temp tags on the car. Are they expired? This is my, they're not expired, but this is my theory. Because he comes up and he goes, "Uh, you know, I pulled you over. And I was like, nah, no clue, man. And he goes, well, you kind of, you pulled out in front of me. Mm. And I go, well, yeah. I changed lanes with my blinker on. I thought you were letting me over. I'm sorry. And he goes, well, just just because you have your blinker on doesn't mean I have to let you over. Oh. And I go, oh. Huh? What? Huh? You're not you allowed to. I didn't know you weren't allowed to properly change lanes. Change lanes in front of a police officer, which is kind of. I go, is that illegal to like? And he goes, well, no. Oh. But if I wouldn't have been paying attention, could cause an accident. Well, that's and I was not like, your fault. Well, yeah, yeah. If you weren't paying attention, <laughs> wouldn't that be your fault? <laughs> right. What? But then he's like, where are you coming from? Then I told him I worked at the radio station. He didn't have any. There was no Riz bump. He didn't know. He's mm. like, I'm new here. What's the risotto? Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. And I go, uh, it's Good just dish. a show, man. Yeah, I yeah. was like, I think he just pulled me over because he had a moment of like, I think he had a moment of like power tripping a little. Mm. Then checked checked himself. I think he, to his credit, he was a cool guy. Afterwards, he I mean, went he didn't back. get a ticket. I wanted to get you... a ticket. He, he ran my insurance, and he's no like, ticket. And then he was like, "What radio show?" And I was like, "Because uh, that matters." <laughs> I go, "It's Rizzuto, the Rizzuto show in the morning. You should listen, man. It seems like we're on during your shift." Yeah, you mm-hmm. know. And he goes, "Yeah, well, maybe I'll check it out." And I was like, "You should. It's pretty fun. Uh, check it out." And I go, "Weird way to make a fan, but hey, yeah. Riz Vangelis. Uh, <laughs> he was listening and, to uh, about five seconds ago. He came back and he gave me. He was like, "All right, man, go ahead and get out of here." He's like, "Just you know." But I wonder what he would have even given you a ticket for. Right. I think when we had the conversation, he kind of, I could almost see him come to the realization in the middle that he's like, I'm kind of being a jerk right now. Like, I kind of pulled this guy over because he he had that moment of like, cut me off. Think you can just go in front of me? Right. And I'm like, Boy. yeah, I can. <laughs> Legally, I yes, I over can. You have to, to. You have to get over. But Squeeze in. I don't want to paint him in a bad light no, no, because no, he no. was a cool dude. He didn't write me a ticket. He was like, hey. Have a nice day. Uh, I think he, I pulled in front of him and he saw those temp tags also. And he's uh, like, let's see what this is. And, and your temp tags are with, you're still, you're good, right? I'm good. Yeah. But they, they, you know. And I wonder if your car was in a description of something stolen. Mm-hmm. Well, I just think you can't, when you have temp tags, you can't really run the plates. So he probably mm-hmm. was like, I can't run this guy's plates. So I'll just pull him over and see, if, see what he's up to. Oh, okay. Did you follow proper procedure? 
Oh, after yes. being pulled over. I did. I, so what'd you do? I immediately <laughs> rolled the window down. I hit the dome light on. I put my hands on the wheel. The dome light? Yeah. I, it was dark, so I, I, want, I didn't oh, want... Oh, okay. I feel like that was a courtesy to him, so he knew I didn't have, like, a gun or anything. I mean, maybe I did, but it wasn't out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I forgot. Remember, <laughs> remember Jeff used to do a certain thing that w- was silly. He would throw his keys on the bed. Yeah, keys on the bed. Oh, yeah, he would throw his, <laughs> he would throw which his keys Which signified on the what? Just, just, just right. so you, know, just so you know, I ain't going to try to run. But right wouldn't now. that signify to the cops? <laughs> wouldn't he put his wallet up on the Don't you remember what that means? It means that you're like, you have to do that, I think, if you're a felon or, or not a felon, but a, a, if you've had a previous arrest or something like that, you have to put it on the hood of the car or something like that to let them know, like, I've had a history of something. Well, I, I just lo- I opened the window to launch my keys into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, I ain't going nowhere. I, I just grab, threw my keys uh, over in that field. I grab my loofah off the antenna and I just wave it. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Purple, I'm up for anything here, sir. You get your handkerchief whatever out, whatever you pulled me over for. Just know I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you did something that you shouldn't do. What? You admitted guilt immediately. Well, I, I essentially, I didn't know. Was I speeding? I, I, I really had oh, I, no, know. What'd you say? I was speeding. What I No, I said, I go, was I speeding? I really didn't know. And so I didn't admit guilt. I just admitted, hey, I don't know how fast I'm going because it's 4.30 Well, when they, when the they come up and say, hey, how are you doing? You're supposed to say, no, I wasn't. Yeah. No, I no, wasn't. No, I didn't. No. I didn't do anything. I did not do that. There's but I really problem. feel like it was me saying, ah, <laughs> oh, ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was, I don't know. I, like, I don't even think you're supposed to cur- curse in front of an officer. I don't even know what that you rule is. You could say whatever you want. Well, oh, it's, really? yeah, it's not Singapore. Oh, okay. But I, I just, you know, he kind of, like, smiled. And then I think he recognized my voice, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was really cool. Which was nice. That was nice. And then so I, the street continued. Wait, did you have your regular voice, or did you have a little, like, hey, officer? Oh. No, I had regular. <laughs> uh, 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 was, I, uh, was I going over? I was like this. I was like, my heart was going a million miles uh, per hour. But oh I was my like, gosh, was crying a little bit. crap. And he, he, I could tell, like, he was just, I don't know, like I said, beef stick of a man and very kind, and I appreciate that. So, whatever. You got to roll tape next time. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that right. always helps. You got to roll tape. Well, just, I mean, how <laughs> Can you imagine just, I went live on No, Rosie? just for yeah. Yeah. show. No, All just right, so we live. can play it back. I keep a cam. <laughs> yeah, I keep an old school camcorder in my car. You do? I'm like a dad at a recital if Hang I can Hang on, let me set over. the tripod up. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I got to get this angle right. I got a VHS tape rolling in it. And I'm like, good good try, buddy. I do this old school. I know my rights. I don't go live. I know my rights. <laughs> no, it was, uh, well, I'm glad everything, I got everything worked out for both you guys. Thank you. It did. And what they did to you, Rafe, was was interesting. That pullover was. Yeah. If what, it was a you good know, choice, though. I think sometimes, man, there are people too, you know, he probably got. His feathers ruffled because somebody had the audacity to change lanes in front of him, and then he's like, eh, "Technically, he really didn't do anything wrong." I mean, I, I it wasn't like I cut him off, but who knows? Maybe he thought I cut it too close. Maybe, Maybe. who knows? So, as I mentioned before, I had my uh, my my brother, his wife, his uh, two young kids were in town. They leave. Uh, they're driving back. Oh yeah, uh, today. Yeah, they hey. drove here and they you know they're driving home. Um. But, you know, it was interesting having little kids in the house again, you know, a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. Yeah. Um, the whole the whole trip is basically around keeping them occupied. Yeah. Mm. When you have kids that age, you know, I have teenagers now at home. Uh, so, you know, they could do, do, hey, whatever, do your own thing, just leave, right. <coughs> leave us alone. Um, with the little kids, <coughs> you, you plan around keeping them occupied the whole time so they don't get annoying or stir-crazy. So yeah. we went to the zoo. You're an entertainment Ooh. director. Right. 
went to the zoo, and it was crappy weather. I know you were planning on going to the zoo. Did you go on the same day? Because wasn't that wasn't that one of the rain days? We went to the zoo on Thursday. Okay, that was the plan. And we and we went. Okay, we went. And that was, was all right. And the weather was fine. Although the weather was great. Were the animals out? Uh, most of them. Okay. What'd you miss? What did you Not really the want big to see cats. that you missed? Uh, hmm. The big, uh, we saw a couple lions. Uh, didn't say, I wanted to see a jaguar. They weren't there. Dang it. Uh, one in the parking lot. They're hiders. Penguins? Saw the penguins. So cute. Saw the penguins. Uh, elephant? I got to hold a penguin. Saw an elephant. Time. Took a took a tram ride. Ah. Took the little train ride. Went through the elephant uh, enclosure. Went the, uh, to the insect building. Uh, did not go to the insect building. Oh, you missed out. That's a good one. The insectarium, I think. Yeah, yeah, with the big beetle on the outside. That's, oh, yeah. that's a fun place. Is See, that the herpetarium? And yeah, I kept singing, herpetarium. <laughs> I don't know, man. You went River's Edge. You said you saw the elephants. Yeah. Uh, the otters. The, the kids got to see the uh, giraffes being fed. Oh. Cute. Neato. What color was the tongue? I didn't get that close, Scott. Okay. Purple or um, black? I hadn't been to the zoo in a while. Man, it's... It's tremendous. It is awesome. We got a great zoo. Yeah. I went there one time. I'll tell you what, dude. I had an anthropology class in college, and the professor gave you a choice to write a paper, or you could go watch the chimpanzees for four hours and just document their, like, behavior. And I was like, sweet. I ain't writing a paper. Right. I'm out. I'll go to the zoo. And I went, and it was February, because it was like a winter class. And I didn't even realize the zoo was open in February. And it's like, there was nobody there. And it was kind of a decent day in February. It was probably, I mean, it was still cold, but it was probably like upper 40s, 50. Mm-hmm. And dude, the animals were out. It was, it was crazy. I felt like I was in a Disney movie because they hadn't been like, I think they get sick of being gawked at and mm-hmm. it's hot. But it's like, they hadn't seen anyone in a while. They're like, hey, oh, we thought nobody was coming. You know, like, the, <laughs> yeah. we better put on a show, man. It's been kind of light around here, you know? Like, they're going to end up shipping us off to the Bronx Zoo or something. I felt like they they were like comedians mm-hmm. <laughs> who were like, hey, we actually got an audience tonight. Like, let's go out there and make it a good show. So the giraffes were, like, up in the front of their enclosure and all the animals. And I walked through the penguins, a puffin coast thing, and, like, a trainer looked genuinely startled to see a person. <laughs> And these penguins jumped out of the, they were so happy to see a person. These penguins like jumped out of their tanks and landed flat footed no. on the floor. Like this That's my dream. And we're just like, shit their little tails off like a Disney movie. <laughs> and the trainer's like, you want to hold one? <gasps> I was like, hell yeah, that brother. That was the best day And because uh, I was the only one in there. So he let me like hold a puffin and a penguin and I got to throw them in the cage. I got to feed them. Oh, gave them some damn fish. That it was so fun. Now we went to the penguin, the penguin exhibit. Dope. Um, and then right outside that's a polar bear, which I, you know, you don't realize how massive those things are. Giant, dude. Do you let you hold it? And we were trying, no, no. We were trying to remember the old adage, you know, brown, if it's brown, lay down. Flush it down. Oh. So (laughs) brown bear. Black fight back. Black fight back. Brown lay down and, uh, what was it? White say goodnight. (laughs) (laughs) It's over, man. That thing is enormous. Unless you get a Coke. Yeah. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. sweet coke and a Santa hat. It was cool. We spent we spent a couple hours there, and then uh, Friday, uh, my brother, uh, my son, my nephew, uh, and I went to uh, go see Ninja Turtles the movie. Oh, mm. heard nothing but good yeah. things. Excellent, excellent, great movie. But man, people were still going in, and and we went to the movie theater, and people are still wearing their pink and going to see Barbie. 
Hit a billion dollars, didn't billion it? Holy smokes. dollars. Way to go, wow. Greta. Billion worldwide? We're talking U.S. I think worldwide. Ooh, I billion worldwide. First woman director <coughs> to have a billion dollar movie. That I mean, people were still insane. packing into the theater. Still wearing their... It's worth the hype, man. Still yeah, wearing their pink. Going can you, can you imagine just like... Some of the, like Tom Cruise and those folks were like, you got to What do I got? What do I got to do? <laughs> yeah. So when it comes to movies, um, and this was on Reddit over the weekend. So this is this is kind of like trying to swap a middle seat for one in, in first class. So some guy posted in Reddit's Am I the A-hole uh, section this weekend after mom asked him to switch seats in a movie theater. So he and his girlfriend went to go see Barbie on Friday. He bought tickets early so they'd have good seats reserved. I do enjoy the... Now you buy you buy assigned seats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do love that. Fan. The people that want you to see their previews don't like that, but uh, everybody else does. Because remember, back in the day, yeah. one, one of the reasons like those previews and all those commercials and the trivia and all the stupid yeah. crap we had to endure is because we all had to get there early to get decent seats. Get oh, seats. but I want to see the previews. Like I'm a, you I know do. what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I enjoy too, the previews too. Okay. I mean, but sometimes you go, all right, enough. maybe like the ads you're talking like before yeah. the previews. Yeah. When's the last time you were okay. there when there was like the radio was playing? Well, my right. brother said <laughs> that. True. My brother said the theaters by him. Like the start time is the start time. Of yeah, because the there was a lawsuit. Really? Didn't they? Didn't they win a lawsuit or something? What do you mean? So it, when they say if the ticket says eleven thirty movie, yeah, it starts at six. No, I thought actual that's movie. how everything started. Oh, no, oh, like no. the actual movie. It always be like twenty actual minutes movie. after. Oh, and so like we get, we say six and we get there at six and then we have the previews. Right, yeah. I see. Okay. So it's like if it says six o'clock, it starts at six o'clock. Uh, anyway, so <clears throat> so this guy buys tickets early, good seats reserved for him and his lady. They get there. A woman and her six-year-old daughter were in their seats. Okay, he says uh, to the mom, "Hey, you're in the you're you're in the wrong spot." Yes, she knew she was in the wrong spot. She said that when she bought tickets, there were only two left: one in the front row, one on the way back. So she was hoping they would switch, so she could sit with her kid. <laughs> hmm. He said, "No, this is yeah. not my this is not my problem." Right. This is not my problem. Sorry. He, he claimed he politely asked her to please vacate my seats. Uh, then she told him he was being rude and inconsiderate. <laughs> wow. Someone else overheard them and offered up their seat instead. So that was the end of it. Or almost. After the movie, the guy's girlfriend told him he should have just said fine. And that would have been the right thing to do. So now he's not sure if he was being the jerk or not. Hmm. It depends was on how you he care being the jerk? And I'll tell you what Reddit says. I'll tell you what Reddit said after you give your opinions. <clears throat> so again, he and his girlfriend, they bought their tickets early, good seats to Barbie. Mom and daughter waited too long. One ticket in the front, one ticket in the back. Right. She's sitting in his seats. He says, hey, my seats. She's asking... Can we switch? What so then would the, you do? So then the cut. So the guys. Then they would have to split up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I, in my opinion, I think that uh, he's not a jerk for saying no. He followed the rules. I remember is that now his girlfriend gave him crap for not doing the right thing. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like. Can we all just follow the rules of life? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's not so black and white. There's never. There's, it's not a right or wrong. Like. He didn't do the heroic thing, but he didn't do the wrong thing. 
is a choice. I think heroic this is, is a bit of a strong word. This is yelling, <laughs> give it back yeah, you know for the 50 50. Yeah, and if you want to be a hero, be a hero. But if you don't, you're not That's an okay. a-hole just for not Here's being the thing. a hero. Hero is a strong word. Let's say if you want to go above and beyond to be a nice person. Okay, but you heroes run into burning buildings and grab, you know, kids. Uh, it depends on they your give mood, up their right? Seats. Like some days you're in. Some days you're like, yeah, I want to. Like for instance, at the lake again, we went out to breakfast last day at the lake. We had nine people in this little diner called Stewart's. We tried to get seated. They weren't going to be able to seat us because they didn't have the room. Mm. And so we were outside waiting to get a new place. And some guy walks out and goes, "Hey, my lady and I swapped our table for a different table, so you guys could put these two tables together." Yeah, yeah. That was the sweetest thing ever. We didn't ask him to do Great. that. Right. But and that's a, and that's a totally different scene too because that's dinner. You're talking an actual dinner. That's an eating scenario where you're talking where you're with one another. Right. A movie. This like. This is so just basic, it don't matter. Right. I mean, you don't watch a movie with somebody else, honestly. Oh, unless you I'll have your you arm around your date, which is kind of why it matters. Like, I'll if, tell you why it matters, because one of these tickets was in the front row. I'm just saying, if your, kid, if your kid is over a certain age where they're not a toddler running around or something, are, what are you doing with your kid during the movie well, anyway? we bought one popcorn. Oh, okay. Well, that's actually <laughs> a valid point. And maybe the kid's little. <laughs> now you got to get another popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. So the kid was go, six. go out there and get a bowl and pour it in and hand it to him. But also, like, if you went to dinner and you're like, went, you're like I have reservations at eight, and some lady's like, yeah, I lied and said I had your last name because it's my daughter's birthday dinner, and I was just hoping you'd let us have your reservation. Are you obligated then to be like, well, it is. You do have a kid, and it is. Birthday. I did make reservations and went about things the right way, but I'll enable you to keep using your kid to take advantage of society. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Nobody, I think it's in an A. I think yeah. he, if he says yes to that, he's enabling this lady to continue to do these things because this probably isn't the first time she's done it. Yeah, nobody forced her to buy those tickets. Absolutely. She not. knew, oh, if we're going to the movie, we're not sitting together. And you say that, hey, kids, you, you comfortable with this? Okay, I am now comfortable with this. And it's okay. I don't think she's an a-hole for even asking. Great. You want to ask and see if it works out? Yeah, but don't be if it doesn't, it doesn't. If it doesn't. Just like an airplane. If it does, if it works out, great. Ask. And the other thing is I would be willing to bet that if she went to someone at the theater and said, "Hey, I bought two tickets separately. I think my I thought my 6-year-old would be cool, but I think she's a little scared to sit by herself." They probably would have found an extra chair to like pull up next to yeah. one of those recliners that they she could have sat with her kid. How about that movie plays 50,000 times? <laughs> yeah. Made and, a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. There's not just one showing. Right. And how about this? If you were the guy, you know, should have said, you know what? If you were a good parent, you would have bought tickets earlier. Ha. Oh. Roast it. That, Get out. That's right. <laughs> that's the good guy. That's, that's the Riz approach. Hit him with the, if you're a good parent. Yeah. Like, and there are so many showings. Like, it's it's ridiculous. And it's, you know, what we're, we're two weeks out now of that movie being released. So people aren't going in droves anymore. Like, you know, you can get it couple of seats together at a different showing. I agree completely. I don't know what I, I... Okay, I probably would have said no and then felt guilty the entire movie and the movie would have been ruined. Now your night's ruined, right. I probably would have said no and then felt guilty about it the entire time. Well, that's on you. And the consensus, by the way, is he is not being a jerk. Good. He is not being a jerk. Also, he should break up with the girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> she sucks, too. Some other people were saying that. And if instant feedback, they're saying, dump her. Dump her. She turned on you. Yeah, she doesn't want to sit next to you. She doesn't want to sit next to you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, how do you walk into a theater assuming somebody's going to give up their seats? Right? Well, not, right. yeah, not assuming. You should hope. And if It and sounded if, like this woman if, was assuming somebody's right, going right, to give right. up their I, seats. I it's the Bush Stadium rule, dude. I'll sit. If I see empty seats closer... 
I'll go sit in them. Mm -hmm. But the minute someone comes with their ticket, I'm like, peace out. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for letting me borrow your seat. That's I don't even, I don't ask. Be like, well, I, but I sat, you guys are here in the third inning, and I kind of like in this view, so could you just go <laughs> sit in my seats behind? You just move. Yeah. Like, you roll the gambit. I'm not saying don't try it. Maybe people don't show up. There's sometimes people don't show up for the movie. You never know. Yeah. But once they show up, you can't try to lay the guilt trip on them. You got to get up. You said the kid is six? Six. Lap it. Lap somebody, it. Somebody in the, in the chat said, the kid sits on the mom's lap. Those seats are big enough now. Yeah. 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 Just handle it. No big deal. All Jake, is, great all point is, well. is poor planning is not other people's responsibility. That's the best That's comment. right. Let That's me the just best comment of the morning so pass far. Pass this Good on job. to Jake, the masses. One point. Failure to plan. Planned fail. My God. Whoa. Holy smokes. What? Quote it. How the heck? Quote it. <laughs> uh, one more thing before we uh, get to the Craigslist Freak of the Week, which we had a special Freak of the Week playoff round Wednesday because we were not here Thursday, Friday. We left the voting up all weekend, and we'll give you the results. Uh, the top two vote getters will move on to round number two of the Freak of the Year playoffs. And before we break into that, I just got to give you 60 seconds of a little bit of a review of what happened to me last week as well. Oh, God, please. It's, oh, okay, but this is very, uh, remember, we, we we talk about sandwiches. We're, we're fans of sandwiches. Oh, this yeah. is the sandwich city. Oh, I was going to get to that. Oh, would you, would you well, like to hold off? Can we hold off for Let's a second? Let's hold off. Let's hold off. Because there's a whole thing that I'm going to go I, into. Because I, I tried a new place on the suggestion of listeners, and I have the review. No, no, yeah, no, we're going to get to, we're going to get to that. Okay, uh, great. Because there was a, a list that came out, <laughs> mm -hmm. and a particular sandwich place in our city made a national. I saw that. Uh, okay. Nice. You saw that? Yep. Made a national. So we're going to talk about it. I want to see if it matches up here, because oh, I want to know what, what happened to you. I'll tell you what. I got a story. It does, it does not match up. And this particular place... That made this Yelp list, yeah. national Yelp list. Uh, I have not been to. Really? That surprises me. Might as well just get to it now. What the hell? What the hell? Do you want to do it? Yeah, just <laughs> go ahead. All right, you want to talk about my... Just go ahead. Okay, give, so, me the, give me the experience. All right, so we've been talking about sandwiches. We had an emailer in that said he and his wife started a sandwich club. Every month they go to a different place, you know, and try it out. And, like, they got, like, you know, half a dozen people, a dozen people that come with them on this sandwich club. Yeah. This is adventure. And he said, we've been missing a treasure here in St. Louis called the Vola's Express. It's over off, uh, right off of... It's like, right shoots, off the street. Yeah, shoots in Page, Maryland Heights, and it is hidden. It, it really right. is, like, in a strip mall. It doesn't even face the street. Like, you got to know where this place. <laughs> is right or just and i did type it into the gps and i said wednesday riz show closed up you know i'm gonna i'm gonna run down there right after the show we just got another email about vivola express i went over there and they said hey man there's a line it's an italian family and they're open from 10 to 2 and that's it but the line goes fast it is a father at the register and two sons two young sons building the sandwiches nice. and i got in the line was about halfway through the building and sure enough I got in, then I see a Team Riz member. Then I see another Team Riz member. Then I see two or three other uh, Did Riz they go fans. because we talked about it? I'm, I'm assuming because they all said, I, I had to try this place too. So we were all trying this for the first time. And I had a couple people that heard that we were trying it for the first time in the line and said, oh, man, try the masterpiece. Try this. Try that. And you look at the menu and you just— somebody had said to us, like, they make what they make for the day. It's, it's is there kinda, a menu? There's a set menu, but they also have a couple, like, hidden things. But they'll make you anything you want. They have a build-your-own— uh, but it is, it is, uh, there is a set menu. And when you're reading the set menu, it's hard to choose. It's one of those yeah. where you go, oh man, I think Everything I would be satisfied great. with everything. So I got three sandwiches. <laughs> oh. You got three sandwiches? Now I felt, talk That's about what I'm talking about. Yes. Dude. That's the methodology. <laughs> you crossed I over like. into Rafe territory. Talk, yeah. about, talk about feeling like an a hole. I was like, oh man, I'm going to hold up this line. But I was like, mm, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I, I'm, I, I need to do this. I need, I need to try multiple things. And it was one of those. What'd you oh, get? 
I got the buffalo chicken. Yeah. I got uh, a thing called the Angry Bird, and I got a veg and I got a veggie. Like I judge places on their veggies. You, you know what I'm saying? If if you're gonna if you're gonna make a veggie sandwich, well, that's where you veered off the rave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. You came uh, into my ville. I'm telling you, man. If you have a veggie sandwich and it's total crap, that place don't care about everything. Right. They just care about their their specialties. So, when I get there, these guys are first of all, hey, we got this new cheese. It's a spicy something cheddar, and I was like, oh, great. And he goes, you want to try? It? I said, like, yeah. And he and he wraps it in some weird Free salami sample? thing, and 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 it was. Maybe the greatest bite of food I had had in months and months and months. Just just this thing. I, has, I haven't even said Angry Bird or Buffalo Chicken or Vegetable yet. So I tried that thing. I was like, oh, my gosh. And he goes, do you want that on whatever you're going to get? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that, do that, do that, do that. And, I, and he said, what, what sauce do you want here? I said, do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. This guy says, try the masterpiece. And I said, hey, what, what's the masterpiece? Just so I know. And he goes, that's whatever I feel like that day. Oh. Whoa. This is so, the dad talking? This is one of the sons. Okay. By the way, shout out to those guys. These After guys he were, said that, was there like a ZZ Top guitar riff that played out of nowhere? <laughs> there was guitar in my Kinda head this like, whole time. Yeah, whatever I, it's whatever I feel <laughs> like that day. Dude, it was just Where'd one of the, come from? One of those spots. And it felt like <laughs> it felt like a South City type of place. Like the the places that my dad talks about and goes to. He goes to Southwest Market and like it just felt like that in the middle of like Nowhereville, Maryland. It's in a strip Heights. mall, right? Yeah, and it's kind of hidden. It's behind, uh, uh, dare I say, Subway and uh, and another place. Uh, but you go up there, and dude, by the time I left, that 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 line went whoosh, all the way out oh, the yeah. building. But it does it does cruise, and so it's a just plus? those three. A plus plus plus. Oh, going today. Oh. Oh, I wanted to go today. I got no time. I I posted a picture on my stories of the uh, of the turkey, and I, again, each each bread was different, and it, you can tell like. They match every ingredient for any particular. Yeah. Just get they put whatever things on they say for a reason. What was in the masterpiece that day? Oh, I for, I forget. He I do. There was so many ingredients flying through my head. I got three sandwiches. The sandwich was so sake. good it erased his mind. Yeah, yeah, dude, you got the MIB. <laughs> yeah, it was spectacular. Whatever the whatever the sauce was on the on the Angry Bird uh, was was amazing. The buffalo chicken was perfect. That spicy cheese, whatever they got going on right now, is just. Uh, to die for. Go to their Facebook page. They have a picture of open sandwiches for every sandwich they make, and it looks spectacular. If you want some Vivola. food, porn. yeah, I'm gonna hit it up this week. Vivola Express, and and mm. uh, and I, I believe his name was Joe. He was talking about the uh, the chipo uh, the chipola no chipolo the chipolo. It's a or you can call it the taco, and that is a brand new item with buffalo buffalo chicken, chicken and pepperoni woo! salami pepper jack cheddar bacon crumble spicy cream cheese chili fritos honey hot chipotle ranch lettuce onion tomato. Yep. Was this the type of place where they're not letting you take anything off? You, you get oh, what you get? No, you can do whatever you want. Uh, the, he said, he said yeah, I'll, I'll build you whatever you want. But this is a place where you go and you say, hey, you do what you would do here. He made that sandwich that way for a reason. Well, I, This is a sandwich artist. I get that. But, I mean, I, if you're allergic to something on it, that's why I won't go. Hey, dude, that's my point. I would rather, <laughs> I would rather not go. You take your EpiPen. I'll, I would rather just not go. I'll be like, you know what? I respect the craft, and I just won't go. I'll suffer. This is this place, this experience, I'll say this. This experience made me feel bad for all of my favorite places. I've been talking about the gramophone for years and years, all these different places downtown. It made me feel bad for those places because now I have less of a reason to go downtown. Well, and somebody, Oops. did you see the email that came over the weekend, so, uh, I guess, on the talk of our, you know, our, our gramophone trip yeah. a couple weeks ago, saying Someone's they hate us now. Yeah, yeah. Because they went there, I think, from St. Peter's. Yep. St. Charles, St. Peter's, I believe. Oh, and they loved it so much. What took you so I, we've been, we've been talking about this place for like seven years. 
Listen, I went for the first time a couple weeks ago. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that place is that place is great. And if you sandwiches. if you remember, Rafe, when when we went there, I got two sandwiches because I wanted to try two. He did. I had to do it. So I do, loved it. So do your grandma phone late night because that's one of the few places you can get late night sandwiches. That's and, true. And do your ten to two sandwiches at Vivola Express. Right. And thank you to that emailer. I don't have his name right now, but uh, damn, five. Five point three stars out of five. So speaking of sandwiches, and we do call St. Louis a sandwich city. Oh yeah, it is sandwich city. It really is sandwich city. So Yelp put out their top one hundred restaurants in the Midwest. So top one hundred Yelp restaurants in the Midwest, and these are all these are all based on user reviews published between January of twenty one and May of twenty three. Restaurants across Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, North Dakota, Ohio, South Dakota, Wisconsin. A lot of restaurants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of restaurants to be considered for this particular list. A lot of cheese. <laughs> a lot of cheese. That's just not, Those are cheese states across the board. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is restaurants, not delis. Restaurants, period. Yes. And congratulations, the number one restaurant. On Yelp's top 100 restaurants in the Midwest, number one was Blue City Deli. That's right. Wow. wow. Number nice one. You've never been there? there? Never been there. Oh, oh dude. Excellent. excellent. Go. Again, excellent sandwich. And one, and that's one of those where you don't even need to look at the menu. You just go, you know what? What's the best thing you got today? And they'll just make it. I've never been there. Line out the door. Such a vibe. Mm. Yep. Worthy of every list they've ever been well, on. Well, and that, okay. that, that one restaurant, I see more stickers on cars. For yeah. that one particular place. Like they had a campaign yeah. for a decade like that. Yeah. It's the Joy FM of sandwich shop. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Yeah, it is like <laughs> Joy <laughs> FM knows how to handle their stickers, and so does Blue City Deli. They were wrapping sandwiches and stickers for a while. <laughs> That's a bummer of, like, leaving downtown Union Station. That was one of the go-tos. You know, if you wanted to yeah. grab lunch yeah. after the show, you can go to Blue City Deli because it was, you know, a couple miles away. My friend lives around the corner, and it's awesome. Yeah. Like when he has go over to his house to visit and hang out. Hang out in his patio, literally 40 mm. paces to Blue City Deli right around the corner. There's another, there's a little place there, too, like a pizza place. Mm. It's pretty good, too. So it's on McNair. Uh, Blue City Deli rated number one restaurant in the Midwest for its exceptional sandwiches. Each day, a line of customers stretches out the door of the Benton Park shop for sandwiches <clears throat> made using high-quality ingredients and from scratch sauces, condiments, and house-smoked pastrami. Um, congratulations. That's that's huge. Whoa. Out of all those states, of all those restaurants, Blue City Deli, number one rated Yelp restaurant in the Midwest. Uh, also, congratulations to uh, Melanche Mexican Culinary Experience in Ellisville. Oh. That is an excellent, excellent, excellent. What is this? It's Melanche Mexican Culinary Melanche. Experience. Never been. It used to be a Greek restaurant. It's next to the Chuck E. Cheese in Ellisville. Okay. This is a Mexican place that you cannot go and go, I want a burrito. Mm -hmm. This is like somebody's, somebody's abuelita is abuelita. cooking in the background. Yes. I've been, it's uh, by Michael's. Is that where this is? Like there's Chuck E. Cheese, Michael, like Clarkson in Manchester? Uh, yes. Okay. Is this where we went? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that place there. is amazing. Yeah. That was number three on the list. Wow. Uh, Songbird came in at number five. Songbird uh, on Shoto. I've never been there. Never breakfast. Heard. Never heard of that. Yelp's list for serving the region's most perfect breakfast sandwich. I've been there. Uh, they got. A, I think they've. Or I think I've been there. Good vegan breakfast. That sounds. Not good. that you guys care. <laughs> we care. <laughs> we care. Be, <clears throat> we care because food is food. To you know, 
humans. Yeah. Arzolas, fajitas, and margaritas came in at number eight. Mm. We That's went on there. McNair. That's right around the corner from Blue City. Uh, Jafra Mediterranean Restaurant in St. Peter's, number 11 on the list. Dude, what? there were a lot. I mean, what, what was St. It? Louis was say, say represented. Again. Say again. Jafra Mediterranean Restaurant. Jafra. With a, with a J? On Veterans Memorial Parkway in St. Peter's. Jafar. Jafra. Jafra. And then uh, our, our dear uh, Balkan Treat Box. Uh, oh, that's nice. Love that place. Uh, then on Lafayette, have a cow urban farm store and cafe. That was number 32. Never heard of that. It's good. Good breakfast. Burger, sandwiches, all day breakfast. Uh, let me see. Jay's Pizzeria in Sappington, number 62. A pizzeria sounds like a place that only men go. It does sound like a very small. It's like a uh, spa for dudes. A pizzeria. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking a Peter. Hey, listen, I gotta, I gotta go over to the oh, pizzeria. Is out. this Peter? <laughs> Peter. Oh, I assume that's what you got from eating all vegan food was pizzeria. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I drank a lot of sparkling water. I gotta go visit the pizzeria. The vegan chlamydia, chlamydia's pizzeria. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I listened to Peter. Now I got pizzeria. Oh, and by then, the way, it was it was Brett that took care of me over at Vivola Express. So shout out. Yeah, to well, we're going this week. And then El Jarocho Mexican Store in Taqueria in uh, Valley Park, number 39. Man, we're, we're, all of us live next to one of these places. And I, yeah. I've never heard of Jaffra. Dude, Melanche, though, wow. that place is the jam. Yeah. So congratulations. That's a, that's a great showing uh, from St. Louis on this list. We should all be proud. We do have a lot of great restaurants in our area. That, that is one thing my brother said. Uh, he goes, man, I ate good this week. Good. Like, we ate good. He's from New York. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. He goes, I ate, he goes, I ate good here. I go, yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> All right. So before we move on to the uh, teamers member of the day, we need to crown the official Craigslist Freak of the Week. It's the playoffs. It's round number one. So we had a, a special uh, Freak of the Week day last Wednesday since we were not here Thursday, Friday. And we let the voting up open all weekend, so you had everybody had a chance to listen to the uh, to the four freaks, and here's how it all shook out. Two of these ads moving on to round number two of the freak of the year competition. So it was as far as the seeding goes: the second seed, the 31 seed, the 15 seed, and the 18 seed. So here's how it all shook out in fourth place. With 3.9% of your vote, sorry to say, Michael J. Box exits the tournament. Michael J. Box. This was the hot boxing match from Germany. This was a last-minute play-in. Yeah. You know, it deserves to be mentioned. I'm glad the, I'm glad Michael, Mr. Box, got back in here. But uh, did did Mr. Box really stand a chance to the no, rest of these no, guys? I don't think so. No, that was number 31 no. seed in the competition. So, sorry, Michael J. Box. Real nail-biter on the other end. Well, I tell you what. Yeah, wow. It was a real fight for second place. Holy smokes. And 0.5% in, difference. Yeah, in a, yeah, in, in one of the more hotly contested matches of the year, being knocked out of the tournament was our number 15 seed, Cream Elizabeth. Mm. <laughs> oh, gross. I, this this is, is one that I remember because yes. it was so disgusting. I want somebody who is adventurous enough to help me find the right amount of cream for my coffee. And guess where Guess where they're going to find it? Not <laughs> in the dairy section. Not in the playoffs any longer. No, no. Not in the dairy section at Schnucks. It's uh -huh. not, I guess it's not dairy 
right? Because it's dude. It's non-dairy. It's not, it's, yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> it's, yes, it's not dairy. Right, it's dude, yes. indeed. Okay, thank well. you. Ah, you know what? Some folks probably did need that explanation. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah. No big deal. All right, so Lauren's going to read the uh, the top two uh, vote getters in second place. Moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. Congratulations with 27.2% of your vote. It was our number 18 seed, Todd Lur. Be my baby. Man for man, 46 years old, Toronto. Good day, fellow gentlemen. I'm looking to connect with a like-minded new friend. Are you ready to be my baby? I want to be your daddy. I'm looking for a man who is willing to become a baby. Take off your adult clothes and step into a pair of diapers and suck on the pacifier that I will provide. Need cleaned? I will bathe you. I will feed you. You will be my precious child. Never worry about a place to stay because you'll always have a home right here. Plus, you have your own crib. I miss taking care of my youngster ever since my last kid left me. That's a sad story for another day. I'm a sweet father who loves to teach lessons, firm discipline, and raise a loving kid. Also, must be STD-free, uncut, and stacked. I will test weekly. <laughs> All right. There you go. <laughs> the fact that this one almost didn't make it through would have been... A travesty. Really? I mean, come on, man. Well, this was your pick to move on, and yes, it did. It did move on. Squeak by. Squeaked Squeak into round number two. I mean, come on. Y'all think this through. This, and our... This dude's trying to replace a kid sexually. Okay, well, I think we'll, we'll see what happens next round. Come on, man. <laughs> All right. Also moving on to round number two in the Freak of the Year competition. It was our top vote getter of the week with 42.2% of your vote. The number two seed, Super Smash Brothers. Looking for a woman up for anything. Man for woman, 36 years old, Vancouver. My brother and I are very close and his 30, 30th birthday is next week. Looking for an adventurous woman who is willing to have a threesome with me and my bro. You'd be between 20 and 30 years old, dark-haired with huge knockers, double Ds or bigger. Nothing sloppy, please. You're my gift to him. You'll show up at his house next Friday night around 7. You two will have some drinks and start in on each other. After about 45 minutes, I'll join in. We won't know the plan. It'll be a surprise. We've never had a threesome together, and I'm sure he won't mind sharing you. It'll bring us closer. We won't be doing anything to each other, but it will be pretty hot watching little bro get it on with you. I'm not going to lie. Please be generous to both of us. Let's make little bro's 30th a memorable one. We can talk about pay afterwards. Hit me up and I'll send you a pic of the birthday boy. You won't be disappointed. All right. Congratulations. Super Smash Brothers moving on around number two of the competition. Wow. This is the moving on to round number two music. Like yeah, you know, the moving on music. This is the moving on music. I want you to have like a little Bob Barker <laughs> microphone. Oh, they're moving I will have another four competitors on Thursday. Freak of the Year playoffs. Roll on. <laughs> All right, enough. Thank you. All right, Team Riz, remember that it is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. Don't forget, we'll be at the Hotshots in Edwardsville on Friday from 5 to 7 for the Park uh, Pork Steak Army swearing in. I almost called it. Yeah. Park Steak Army. Also would have been correct. Uh, congratulations to Michelle McKinney from Wentzville. She is our Team Riz member of the day. Yeah, but she. 
Uh, Michelle is an active Riz Vangelis and does not miss a minute of the Riz Show podcast. She re-listens to the old shows on the weekends and is a future connoisseur at arms for the Pork Steak Army. I didn't know that was a position. She just made it up. That's okay. fine. Will you accept it, General? Say it again out loud. Let me hear it. Connoisseur at arms. Mm. I'll consider it. <laughs> Come to the event and make your case this Friday. Uh, Michelle thinks of all the guys and learn like her siblings, and the show always makes her life, oh, uh, makes her feel like she's uh, pre-gaming her day with buddies. Uh, Michelle McKinney from Wentzville is our Teamers member of the day. Get super sweet Teamers member of the day uh, soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Riz here for my friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, and it's hard to believe how fast summers fly by. Kids are going to be back in school before you know it, and as you get ready to take any end of summer road trips, and before you find yourself back on the road Monday through Friday driving the kids to and from school, back and forth to work, be sure to let the good folks at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers service your family vehicles and get them ready for fall weather driving. No matter what you drive, including your car, your light truck, SUV, van, hybrid, or EV, since 1976, Dobbs has grown to be the area's largest retailer of quality tires and expert auto service. And now with 43 locations, including St. Louis, St. Charles, Southern Illinois, Cape Girardeau, and Columbia, Illinois, Dobbs is hands down the most convenient place to find the lowest prices on the best tire brands and expert automotive service, including routine preventative and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. Remember at Dobbs, you're in, up, fixed, and out same day. Check out their August deals at GoToDobbs.com and save today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. You know it's never easy to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. Now think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? Now you could change your life in just four months. Thanks to Centric. Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world. That's technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. And they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job and you could make that change today by going to centric.com slash R-I-Z-Z. That's centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at centric.com slash Riz, even if you have no IT experience and change your life today. Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right. You're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players. And stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on Prize Picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jocic for more than 10 rebounds, or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. And WNBA is right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Uh, nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fence and Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, 
Yeah, I think 2018. The, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews, they used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking, we did the, uh, the concrete patio, they did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated, all the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at chesterfieldfence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Uh Hey, this is Ben Bailey, and you are listening to The Rizzuto Show. Have fun. Keep laughing. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com. Slash Riz the socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails, rizshow 1057thepoint.com. Send over your instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. The whole team's back together. Learn back from vacation. We're all here. Scott's here. Word up. Looking great as always. Thank you. <laughs> Word up. Uh, sex time fun facts happening. Sex toy of the week. Uh, we'll also play three and five. Give away some fabulous prizes, including tickets to go see Ghost on Friday. Tickets for my birthday bash. Not this Friday. The following Friday, the 18th, over at St. Louis Music Park. We got tickets to go see Jelly Roll. And we got tickets to go see The Mighty Guar. Blank the Passion again on... 30th. Went to my first Guar show last year. Oh, really? Loved it. Yeah, Wasn't it awesome? Fun, man. Loved it. That was my first Guar show, and I got sacrificed. Yeah, they sacrificed King Scott yeah, on stage. That was incredible. I used to go see them at Pops all the time back in like the early 2000s, and that was yeah. insane. Oh, when? Because, I mean, they still do the fluids at the pageant. Oh, right? yeah, they have a fluid guy. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. They have a guy specifically. So a little behind the scenes. So so last year was the first time they played the pageant. And the pageant was worried, like, hey, you got, like, red blood, you know, <laughs> shooting from different orifices on stage for basically two hours. Right. So they had to give the formula over to the pageant, like, here's what it's made of, here's what the, what the liquids are made of. And by the time the show was over, there was about two inches of water on the dance floor. Oh, man. <laughs> Crazy. You got to wear white when you go. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, we sat in the... Uh, in the uh, out of the splash zone. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, Mr. Blothar was very kind, very nice to meet. Blothar's a great guy. Yeah, <laughs> terrific, terrific alien. Went out to dinner with Blothar before the show. Did he have all the gear on? Of course. Okay. I mean, he is an alien. He's an alien. Right. He's an alien. Right. It's amazing what an alien eats. Caesar salad. Nice. <laughs> Makes sense. He had a Caesar salad. Wow. <laughs> Made with chopped sacrifice and eat a lot of people. Made with chopped baby on top, of course. That's so good. But uh, if you haven't seen Guar, August 30th, the pageant, it it truly is. Blothar's on keto. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Blothar the Berserker is. Yeah, he's on the Mediterranean. Blothar the Berserker's on keto. Everybody is these days. Hey, before we uh, before we move on to crap on celebrities, uh, I do want to 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 acknowledge. I, what, your opinion on Timmy Zell from Fox 2. I, know the guy, mm. I met the guy a couple times. He's 
A very nice man. I'm not sure we've ever met, but he seems like, I mean, just watching him on mute here, he makes my day better. He he, he seems just, just to have, just to be a positive heart, like a positive guy. He, yeah. uh, during the six o'clock news, he gives like an yeah. inspirational message. Really? That's incredible. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's been doing it since the pandemic. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, He's the goofy morning. Yeah, he's got real yeah. youth pastor energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. Which see, I think that's what he, where he was a real pastor, but also I think he's been a youth pastor. Yeah. Uh, he announced he has Parkinson's. Yeah. Uh, so I guess on Thursdays, was it Wednesday or Thursday's newscast? He, uh, oh, it was Friday. I'm sorry, Friday. So uh, this is from um, sttl.com. Timmy Zell, feature reporter at KTVI Channel 2 News, announced on air that uh, he has Parkinson's. He's been with the station on and off for 25 years. He received the diagnosis two years ago. Symptoms currently include a lack of balance, slow motion movement, stiffness, fatigue. He plans to keep on working. And he says it's a progressive disease, which means it'll get worse over time. But at what rate? Nobody knows. He's 54 years old. Uh, left the station back in 2014 to become a pastor. Came back 2018. And he says he got a good attitude. He says, first and foremost, I know that, that God's got this. God's got me. He will be glorified through it. And there's no known cure. For Parkinson's, although, you know, medicine, surgery, other therapies can help alleviate some of the symptoms. And he says um, he came out and said that he had Parkinson's because people were noticing certain things on the air. Mm. Oh, really? And we're writing him like, hey, man, everything okay? Wow. And he's 54? He's he looks 54. great. Dude, he looks younger than me. He, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he, he exudes like a 33. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's one of those guys... Uh, I met him a couple times and just super, super nice. So yeah. through the roof positivity. Yeah, Seems positivity like through man. something like this. Yeah, and I know people give crap about the inspirational message. What what harm is it? <laughs> well, <laughs> you either receive you it nice. or you don't. Right? It's it's okay. It's just putting it's any like, extra goodness in the world what is, is it? good. I mean, I've heard people just, oh my God, screw! I want the news. <laughs> screw this inspirational message at six o'clock. I want the doom and gloom. The guy gives like three or four minutes of positivity a night, and people are through the roof right. pissed off. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. That's their problem, not that's his. amazing. Right, that's a good point. Yeah. That's their problem, not his. Right. The guy's trying to spread like a decent message. Ah! Yeah. F this guy. Okay. <laughs> well, and you know what? Good on him for having that positivity in his life, how, wherever he receives it from, because, I mean, when you get a diagnosis like this, you're going to need it. And so, you know what, I, in my heart, I, I hate that this is going on for him, but I know that he's going to uh, he's going to be okay mentally through it because yeah, of all that goodness he's had. Yes, yeah, he's yeah. built for it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. Um, so I read this on sttl.com, and I go, okay, let's go to the comments. Oh, oh yes. no, no, no. Talk about spreading positivity. Let's Dear. go to the comments. Careful. Oh, yes, and I shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have, shouldn't have read the comments. Because what on earth are people saying? All I'm thinking is because oh, I saw at the end of the article, it was like eight comments. And I go, what are I wonder right. what those comments could possibly be? I'll read the story, me personally, and go, oh, that's that's too bad. You right. know, prayers for this dude. I wouldn't go and comment. And if I were to comment, it would be something positive, but oh no. Oh man. What can you possibly write about this story? The guy opens up his heart. I'm going through this thing. You know, I'm looking at God to, for guidance. Okay. Right. 
And then, of course, there's humanity. <laughs> you have some examples? Oh, I have one that I was just like, oh, God, I shouldn't have read the comments because this is. Is this a snapshot as far as what society is? Yes. Yeah. For every five comments, there's one real big a-hole. It's a sample. <clears throat> this guy writes, I don't wish any will ill on him, but he is, an, he is super annoying. Then this is this is the article which is announcing that he's got Parkinson's. Right. Oh my gosh, man. I don't wish any ill will on him, but he is super annoying. I have to change the channel when he comes on, especially the inspirational garbage. I hope he goes back off the air soon. All right. Oh that's sweet. What a total <laughs> douchebag. Right? Then this is yeah. just someone detached. Tangentially, Did, so, not even tangentially related to what the thing was about. Yeah. Th this person is so detached that they think that a, your your opinion on this guy and what he does in the news matters enough to be re typed out, hit enter, and then as if someone else is going to read and go, oh, thanks, Julie, or, you know. Whoever. Anonymous, I'm guessing. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, so detached from it's reality. Some stupid screen name. Right. Or some, some sort of anonymity behind yeah, it. Yeah, there's definitely anonymity behind it. I had a similar thing over the like over the week. I was obviously keeping up on St. Louis news and stuff, and I saw Beetle Bob had passed. Yeah, which really bummed me out because like I remember when I moved to St. Louis and would start going to shows, and when I started to catch on who Beetle Bob was, I thought it was so cool to like see him, and I think I like went up and talked to him. And I was you like, heard a the legend of Beetle Bob. Yeah, and I you know, and he was strange, but I liked that, and I I really do think he was a cool element to uh, to St. Louis. In fact, uh, Steve Gorman, who's the drummer for the or formerly the drummer of the Black Crows. He uh, he saw I posted about it on Instagram and um, Steve like posted about it too. So he was known not just here in St. Louis but also like international. When bands. bands would roll through town, you know, when Beetle Bob was at one of their shows, yeah. it was a thing. They, it was like a St. Louis thing. And so anyway, like I hated to hear that he had passed. And then I noticed that J.C. Corcoran, who I formerly worked with at K Hits, posted just the most, um, in my opinion, in poor taste post on his Facebook page, just ripping Beetle Bob. And I thought. What a total like I why I hear me out. I know JC has been polarizing in this town for a long time. I never was one to be like he's an a-hole. I never have thought that. J but this post rubbed me so wrong mm. where I was like, I, I didn't comment, I just kept scrolling, but I, I was reading the comments. I was not alone in that disgust on his post. Like to me, that was just in poor taste, even if you feel that way. Right, but why hey. why? What, what is the point of posting it? Exactly. Does exactly. it make you feel better? Like this guy that wrote, I hope Timmy Zell goes off the air. Since. Right. Yeah, great. Have Wh your opinion. Why? But that, but that, why would you write that? It's right. so weird. It's, it's okay so to have an opinion. You don't have to love it's everybody. Sick. It's so <clears throat> senselessly weird. Well, we only have one TV channel, so I get it. It's not even that. That's the old cliche <laughs> thing to say, Scott. I know. Like, turn the channel. I get that. You know, we get that all the time. Like, hey, you know, you don't like us, sure. turn the channel. But it's the it's the no, I know, mentality I know. of why would you post that? You Mental case. Yeah, man. On a, well, on a news story. Can you imagine back in the day, like, all the newspapers that are out, if all of our hateful racist neighbors or whatever could, like, comment on every... I mean, that would be sure. so bizarre to think about. Oh, that's they're what, still out there commenting now. Though. That's I what mean, I'm saying. You know? That's what's happening. Now everybody's right. commenting on news stories. I want to know psychologically, psychologically what is in this person's head. I think it's the this. It's the same thing as trolls. Like, we live in a society now where... While they're clamoring against art or cre anybody creative, anything creative, anyone that works in the public, any, anything, any political topic, any social, social topic, anything, we will immediately find a way to make it about us, whether it has anything to do with us or not, because that's.
what you're really doing is you feel small and to you want to be heard so you instead of doing something creative or that has merit right mm -hmm. you would rather comment on what someone else does tear it down claim and if they're popular accuse them of being appealing to the lowest common denominator or like having no this art having no merit while you're at the same time attempting to do the same thing by appealing to everyone's worst instincts their most base feelings of hate and loathing and criticism to appeal to the masses so they will like you so you can get the like so you can get the agreement so people can see your little opinion and come to your little lemonade stand of this thing that you think is so important to put out in the world when really it's dog crap is it maybe a miscalculation of if i pile on this then people will come along and go hey man you're right, right. yeah why especially in anonymity you get none of the blowback and all of the good feels if somebody's mm -hmm. like, if somebody gives you a thumbs up on your comments. Yeah, saying, you're right, this man. Person, he is annoying. Yeah, he is annoying. He is ugly. He is stupid. He is this. He is that. He's not He's not talented, blah, blah, blah. And even if you feel that way, it's all, and then if someone disagrees with you, you don't have to take the brunt of it as a person because you get to live in this anonymity of the trolls mm -hmm. world. When really, you're just a shadow, you're a shadow creative or you're a shadow person who wants Instead of doing something constructive with their time, you appeal to the lowest common denominator. You get on there and you say this like horrible, tasteless thing yeah. because you get the shock value of it without having to pay any of the social costs of being a total piece of garbage. Hey, and let's and let's be clear. Everybody should and, and could and, and, and should have your own opinions. You're not you're allowed. You're not yeah. supposed to like everybody. I mean, you know what I mean? Like a friend to all is a friend to none. Like you're some of you are supposed to hate me. That's fine. Agreed. Th that's great. That's that's how we live. Mm -hmm. We're all different. We all like different things. That's not what we're saying here. We're not saying, oh, he's a great guy on TV. You should love him. We're not saying that. No, not at all. If you don't like the things, you don't like the things. I get it for whatever reason. Bro. But like, just because you don't like something doesn't mean you need to make the world a worse I, place you know, by throwing your negativity out. Uh, we're not saying you sh you have to like everybody. Just just to be clear. I'm also okay with somebody posting that. I'm okay with it. I just want to know why. What causes you on an article that's eh, maybe a maybe a two and a half minute read to go and post something like that. Right. Yeah. A, an article about somebody's struggle, a difficulty. Uh, right. Yeah. Who just announced he had Parkinson's. Yeah. Like what is in your head that makes you post that you don't like him, be super annoying, and you hope he goes off the air. Because it's an opportunity to inflict. I think something. it's a personality trait. It's an extension of our personality. Because I, I I'm here for one I rarely comment on articles that are shared by entities and organizations that I follow. I just, I rarely do. I might share them and then have my comment there on my page, but I rarely am in the comments blowing things up. And I definitely don't have that personality trait of if I am irate over something, leaving it in <coughs> the comments. I yeah. really just don't. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I think that it is such a way, I don't want the extra attention that comes with that. I don't want... To be spreading even, you know, more negativity. And I have opinions about everything just like everybody else. But yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I think it's a personality trait. The people yeah. that do comment are insane. As somebody, yeah. who, hate, as somebody who hates most things, like myself. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, You're not even on socials. Yeah. yeah but he, also, he, also, he also knows, we all know ourselves to be emotional people people we're, we're human beings and sure. the last thing you want to do is comment while you're emotional not even realizing you probably did and now it's there forever maybe it's a, maybe so just i just like, can't slow down i can't wrap my head around writing something so mean like that right yeah. maybe that's why I, like i get 
Maybe not upset. As a connoisseur of hate. Yeah. <laughs> right. You yeah. don't even leave bad Yelp <laughs> right. reviews. We talked about it earlier today. You're like, I'll leave a review if I really like a place. If I say nothing, that yes. is my review. And you live in a world of hatred. <laughs> yes. And yes. even you can show restraint. Yeah, I'm like Yet a I'm like a like a councilman on you know in the town of hate. <laughs> but then, but then people will say we I have a radio show, and this is essentially our comment box is this show, right? Because we yeah, all have opinions sure. of things. Yeah, but yeah. that's different. That's our job. You can email us. You know who is talking right now. So if sure. we say something and you want to really come at us, you can via email directly know what and my thoughts do. are, and you do, yeah. and that's part of the game. We have to deal with that. That's and sometimes we'll stand by it, and sometimes we'll go. You know what? I don't feel like that anymore. Right. I made a mistake or I emotionally spoke or I was reacting in real time on a four-hour show a day. And sometimes I'm like, I don't care what yeah. you think. <laughs> and, and I'm sure that Timmy Zell doesn't care he doesn't about care. the comments. Nor should he. Nor all. should he. For me, I said, man, this is probably one of the lowest points of this man's life. He's got to come on the on TV and explain yeah. that he's got Parkinson's. Right. I hope he didn't see that. Well, we've Same. talked about this before, too, and I agree with Moon. Like, if you don't have some haters... If you don't have some people that don't like you, you're probably not saying anything of substance ever. Yeah. You know, the friend to all is a friend to none thing. I agree with that. So I don't, I'm not for everybody. And it's okay. I, that's cool with me. I'm not for everybody. But if, if I'm not for you, I don't need to hear about it. Right. I yeah. really don't need to hear about it. Same way Timmy Zell doesn't need to hear about it. There are lots of things that aren't for me. There are a lot of popular things that I don't get that I'm like, I think it's trash. But I don't I don't cultivate my Facebook or Instagram around it. I don't cultivate my personality around tearing other things down. I just don't like it privately. I might tell my friends in a conversation. Yeah, I just sit at home and just stew silently. Yeah. And then I bury it. <laughs> like a normal it. person. That's right. I am going to have coronary heart disease very young because I bury it. Like you're supposed to, like an American. I bury it deep in my yeah. guts. And I let it bubble. Which is what you should do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Therapy. Yes. Meditation. Uh, eating good food. Uh, push it, bury it. Put it in the attic. Put it in a box. Down. Push just it in a corner. <laughs> let cobwebs grow. Yeah, over just it. push it down. Never For your health. As far box. as it can go. For your health by Rafe. Never open that box. <laughs> uh huh. Alcohol for having fun. Yes. And opening and just people drink up. Drink your Drink it away, and too. bury it yeah. for other things. Just drink it away and just push it down. <laughs> Not always. That's what, that's, what a, that's what an adult does. That's right. It's like, you know, this reminds me. I, the fundraiser I was at this weekend. Because we kind of, some topics we've talked about today. And my cousin got too drunk because we were talking about, like, moods. Like, I don't notice when people are drunk anymore. And I don't either until they hit a certain level of drunk. And I agree, alcohol can be it can be a social lubricant. I'm not. Uh, I'm. I always say I'm sober. I'm not a square. But sometimes it can lubricate too much. Oh yes. And then I got a live comment. I got this actually live to my face where my cousin came up to me. He's drunk. He said, "I miss hanging out with you, man. Oh, there's nothing I like more than me and my wife just come up to St. Louis and have dinner with you and your lady and just have a nice fun Saturday night." And I'm like, "Yeah, man, come up anytime." And he goes. Oh, no, my wife hates you, man. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> too loose, too loose. I go, okay. 
Sweet. All right. Well, uh, oh, and you see, that's one of those comments that you've been put in the box and put and in I, storage room B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the alcohol <laughs> oh, opened the box. Sometimes alcohol opens the box, and you don't want those boxes open. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't, I didn't uh, recognize drunk people. I noticed drunk people. Right, right. I, I, just, no, I, know, I just say, like, you know, some, some drinkers think that non-drinkers are, like, noticing them drink. I just okay. laughed, you know. Well, we I were... go, what's going on with that? And he goes, she, and it has something to do with, like... I don't know, dude. I think we drove up. I think we did ecstasy when we were like 19 years old together, and he told her about it, and she's like, he's a bad influence. Yeah. And I'm like, I've literally been sober for 12 years, and that happened 20 years ago, and he just goes, hey, she holds a grudge. That's right. And I, go, I guess so, man. But like, I don't need to know any of this, dude. We're sitting at the same table right now. Like, she's sitting across from me. You're telling me She's that. right there. We talk about those backhanded compliments where people are, are like, oh, I didn't yeah. like you at first. But I like, you know, I had a thing uh, last Saturday or two Saturdays ago. I was at the alley in Washington, yeah, Mo, yeah. which is actually a really cool spot. And I uh, had a guy walk up to me and he was like, oh, really excited. You and Rafe joined the show. I uh, got to get your stickers, you know. And he's like, uh, I'm just getting Rafe's sticker, though, for my brother. My brother hates you. And I was like, all right, cool, man. Like, <laughs> How am I supposed to walk away from this? What am I supposed to do? He said that to you? Away? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to walk away from this interaction Feeling what? Uh, I felt like, like I guess. What is in his head? What is? Yeah, like the guy, the brother who came and grabbed my sticker. I mean, good, I guess. But now that your brother and I, I gave him another sticker of my face. I go here, put this on your brother's truck, you know, because I, I tried to make a joke out of it. But at the same time, I'm going like, I didn't need to know. I don't need to know. Right. Yeah. Because then it's you know, obviously, I'm talking about two weeks later. Just take the sticker. And Throw it in the trash, man. Right. <laughs> yeah. That happened at the fundraiser, too. Like, my cousins are like moon stands because they're in bands. They they love moon. They, they've, they've listened to the show forever. They're, they're, they're Riz guys. And he just took, like, 20 moon stickers and then left my stickers. Uh -huh. Left all of our stickers. Off to I'm your own cousin, dude. <laughs> I am your own family. I'm here hosting this, this benefit fundraiser for your father, <laughs> our uncle. And shout out to all the uncles out there, man. I think uncles get a bad rap. I hey, want to say as that. an uncle, thank you. Thank you. I'm a man. Uncles I'm, uncle. I'm built thank by you. uncles, like a Ford truck, like a Ford truck built by uncles. That's that's me. Mm. <laughs> uncles are the cinder blocks holding up the the. They trailer. really are. You know oh. what I'm saying? And I'm a cool uncle. That's right. Yes, the grass won't be cut, but the uncles are the cinder blocks under that '68 Fairlane or whatever you got yes, <laughs> up sir. in the yard. And uh, this was my cool uncle that uh, used to I used to clean hungries in West Frankfurt with him. He fired me seven times for sleeping in the van, hired me back eight. That's what uncles do. That's right. That's what uncles do. Cool uncles. Cool. And all my uncles were cool, man. I'm a, I'm a man put together by uh, uh, my entire assembly line was just cool uncles exposing me to stuff way too early in my life. Built by uncles. Built by uncles. <laughs> Built Uncle Tough. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's do Crab on Celebrity. And now, Crab on Celebrity. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crab on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. Uh, Jamie Foxx apologized on Saturday for an Instagram post that some deemed anti-Semitic. On Friday, the star wrote, he posted this photo. Did you see this? I saw it. A, a very odd choice of things to post. Very odd he explains what's going on. And I got to tell you, like, I didn't know about this until Jennifer Aniston posted something because I follow Jen and I haven't followed Jamie yet. Anyway, Jamie posted just on Instagram. I, and this is out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Okay. Listen, listen to this. Did you see this quote? No. Out of nowhere. 
Jamie Foxx, who's been pretty much off the grid for months. Months. Yeah, except for like a, didn't you do like a video? It was, it was a video or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like Lowe's. a video like, th- you know, hey, thanks for your support. And right. And then, then post this. He posted this. It was a static post that says, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? He included the hashtags fake friends and fake love. Okay. So news website, a wider frame, which focuses on Jewish issues, uh, posted a screenshot and then said it's horrifically anti-Semitic messaging. So in his apology, Jamie Foxx says, I know my choice of words have caused offense and I'm sorry. That was never my intent. He clarified that he was betrayed by a fake friend of his and that's what he meant with they, not anything more. So he was vague booking. You know how sometimes people will... Sure. Post something and it's very vague and it can be misconstrued into a million different directions because people want to be passive aggressive and not deal with issues themselves. It's like somebody posting a picture of their hand with a hospital bracelet. Right. And going, Here we go again and nothing else. No context. You know, what, so what, why are you in the hospital? What's going? So he, so essentially, he posted that meaning they, as in his friends, that he didn't want to call out. Yeah, just pe- people. Just people. And people were surmising he was talking about Jewish people. Yes, well, which makes them thing. the racist, but it's right? The Romans. So, I mean, yeah, and I don't know the religious I, history. I can but understand Romans being like, "Hey, hey, hey, you talking about me?" Right. I mean, we all technically. Well, the reason he's doing. But that's the whole thing is that you know the Jews killed Jesus. That's a common. But it is funny thought. that people. That's a common thing people say to be anti-Semitic. But when you say that it's racist to assume that he's yeah, but thinking, that is a common thing. Yes, it is. Based on what? I don't get it. Well, and that's what people were miscon- misconstruing. People who have a broad thought so of people that, that have like the half. The half it doesn't matter thought. what the half, half thought. It doesn't. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's people who haven't read that word. It doesn't matter. But that's a common thing that people say to I be anti-Semitic. Yeah, because I think it's racist that assume that. Well, it's it's a whole mess. I mean, it just shows that you got to be very careful with what you're putting out there because you could look. In my head, I don't know what was going on. I think that his explanation here makes sense as far as him being passive aggressive, posting something that he was talking about they meaning a friend, not what do you they mean by meaning they? <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. That, and, and, that's and, and, and that's the root of this issue is everybody attributes whatever they think it is to to whatever somebody is vaguely speaking. Well, here's what sucks. So I love Jennifer Aniston to death. And she I, the way that I found out about this Jamie Foxx post is because she had to make a post or she wanted to make a post where she took wider frame screenshot. And as you see that screenshot, you see that Jennifer Aniston had liked Jamie Foxx's post. So people were calling out Jennifer Aniston and she had to say, you know, this really makes me sick. I did not like this post on purpose or by accident, which I don't really understand what that means. <laughs> <laughs> and she says- That means more, my assistant did it. And she says, and more importantly, I want to be clear to my friends and anyone hurt by this showing up in their feeds that I do not support any form of anti-Semitism, And I truly don't tolerate hate of any kind, period. When you leave things vague, you leave it up to now interpretation yeah. of what anybody could assign Dude. whatever they want to it. Vague booking is the worst. I have plenty of people, I'm sure all of us do in our oh. lives, that do it. Pray for me. For what? For what? Right. Just do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, what for? I, I don't know how many prayers I get. Or they'll say something like, you know, like they'll be like, they want to talk, they want to call somebody out, but they're too, you know. Oh, yeah. They won't do it. They, nobody wants to actually call anybody out on social media. They want to do passive-aggressive vague booking, and it's annoying as crap. It's annoying. Anyway, another hmm. news. Uh, Eva Mendez was interviewed by People Magazine recently, and now we know that she, along with her man, Ryan Gosling, they don't let their daughters <clears> use <throat> the internet or social media because it's, quote, too dangerous. In a new video, Eva says it's in the same category to their family as drinking, getting a driver's license, and voting. Your thoughts? Like, do you let your kids social media? Like, do you have an age limit that uh, you're... Yeah. 
You let them do that or no. you have an age limit? No, I said if my daughter posts her face on social media, I'm going to take her phone oh. and give it to Elon Musk and he's going to put on the next uh, uh, SpaceX really? up, to, uh, up to orbit. Um, <laughs> they're allowed certain ones. Um, others are right off the table. Mm. Uh, there's also minute limits uh, on them per day and per week. That's good. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, and it's been an interesting balance, an interesting balance. It's it's tough, too, because all their friends are doing it. Right. All their friends, and that's and that's, a, that's a big part of it. Right. And they also use it as, like, communicative uh, devices with, with their friends and, and with their, you know, like my older daughters, you know. They're like, oh, you know, but, you know, uh, my sisters are doing this and what we want to be a part of it. So we've had to really, like, figure out, like, I hate to be like this old guy, but we've actually had to say, okay, what does this app do? Like, well, what what is the point of, uh, of this, and how does it right. work, and can people uh, contact see, you, and how are they this? I see some of my daughter's friends, what they post, because we monitor, mm-hmm. and uh, there are some things that are posted that they will look, they will come to regret coming oh, sure. older age. Absolutely. And, uh, anything I do to protect my kids from, from, you know, 12 years old. How You're difficult not- is that for you guys in an age, I feel like especially now, that it's so commonplace? It's like, I feel like when my difficult. kid was of that age, it was just becoming a thing. Now it is a thing. As of tomorrow, we have three teenagers in the house. Is it hard to even, like, because they're better at technology than you? Is it hard for you to even monitor and keep track of yeah, what they're up to? Yeah, it's not even that they're better. It's that they know what's happening, and we're, we don't even, these these uh, apps aren't even appealing to us, so we don't even hear about them mm-hmm. until, it's, until they're like, oh, yeah, all my friends are on this, and this is how they're using it. I hate to sound like the old guy or whatever, but, like, it's yeah. it's this crazy thing to keep up with. And then you're trying to be, like... Let them be a teenager and let them mm. be free, you know, not free, but like at the same time, Riz is over here saying, how do I protect them from themselves? Yeah. While at the same time, think about when you were 13 or 14, oh, our dude. parents weren't protecting us from nothing. No. My yeah. friend has a 10-year-old and just found out, just didn't know what Omegle was. Do you guys know what that no. is? What is that? It's what essentially is like thing? chat roulette oh, Yeah. back in the day. Where the guys show their... It could get wild on there. And like the 10-year-old was like, she didn't know what it was. It was just on the phone. I'm all about kids making mistakes, learning from mistakes. But when we were kids, we weren't one click away no. from posting something that could potentially down the road. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For we sure. weren't filmed 24-7 like everybody is now. Listen, I'm doing my best. My wife is doing my, you know, her best. I'm sure you're doing your best. Yeah, it, I mean, su- it sucks to yeah. monitor, but you just have to be, you have well, to be a monitor. And every day you have a decision to make. We, the only thing you can hope is that. Because I think about this all the time. We'll probably, some of us, if I stop eating red meat, probably me, will live to long enough to see the first president who was on Twitter when they were like 12 years old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's going to be an interesting time. I mean, Because I- we're either going to have to forgive it all, because everyone's, you know, a lot of the mistakes we made as kids, they stayed... In our group of friends or the high school or the junior high we went to, and you got to kind of live it down. You don't get to live stuff down anymore. Dude, right. it, it's wild to, to see some of these girls, 11, 12 years old, in, like, belly shirts, lip syncing to sexually suggestive. I'm not, I'm not a prude either. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. cursing and... Oh, that's what we were doing, too, though. I mean, I thought I was in the band TLC whenever I was oh, in, yeah, like, dude. sixth oh, grade. Yeah. You know, I got to be chilly. So I... My girlfriend Danielle and I would have like crop tops on in her bedroom singing Waterfalls, but nobody will ever get to see yeah, that because it. it was the 90s. Yeah. Like, it's gone. There yeah. were a lot of uncomfortable dads at junior high dance competitions. <laughs> yeah. And how about this? You know, I'm thinking, how many people, how many creepsters are looking at these young girls? Right. Yeah. 
dancing provocatively, sexually suggestive stuff. It's so creepy out there. And maybe yeah, because we do Freak of the Week and we read a lot. I could see that some parents are 100% not monitoring what their kids are doing. Mm. And if they are, you're a terrible parent. Well, wait a minute, you though. you allow this to be done. Is that just the new letting your kids roam town, though, in the 90s? Because, like, I mean, there were plenty of terrible parents back in the day that were letting their kids just roam. Yeah, do whatever. And getting in trouble and doing drugs and the, you know, broken down building down the street. So, I mean, it's just the new level of terrible parenting. I also knew not to go <laughs> into... Uh, Certain areas where right. I would get in real trouble. You had good parents then. I had good parents. Anyway, let's change the subject because here's some good news. Uh, Pee Wee Herman passed, and that's the bad news. And I heard that the show killed Pee Wee Herman. I well, Riz, was listening to the podcast oh, no, no, no. about that. Riz has a tendency. But, what happened? Oh, nothing. Before Paul Rubens <laughs> passed, you guys, before Paul Rubens passed, he completed more than 40 hours of interviews for an upcoming HBO documentary about Pee Wee Herman. Whoa. And so fans, we will have like this beautiful documentary to honor him at some point. Uh, also, fans had been leaving flowers in the uh, in his South Pasadena house, used in um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and Danny Elfman also honored him at a concert on. Saturday. I watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure on Wednesday night. Did you really? Yep. Holds in up. honor of Paul Rubens, absolutely one bazillion percent holds up. That's great. Watched it with the boy. He loved it. Great. Really? Uh, yeah, my brother, myself, and uh, and my and my son watched it, and that's it cool. One hundred percent holds up. Elon Musk wants to live stream his fight with Mark Zuckerberg on X, but Mark wants it to be on threads to raise money for charity. Meanwhile, Mark Zuckerberg said he's not holding his breath over the proposed cage fight as he revealed that he had suggested a date of August 26th for the contest. Um, Elon Musk did. The Facebook co-founder posted on Threads app that he was ready today for the bout, uh, but he had not received cons- uh, confirmation from Elon this is probably. I am inviting happen. you guys over to my house Dude. if it does happen, and I am getting hot dog cart. Do you think it's just real? Are you doing I'm, not, I'm not participating in this crap. You're, you're not going to come oh, to my house you're coming with over. hot dog cart. I'm going to hot dog. It's cart. not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And this it's is not so, gonna this is so dumb. This is just like. I feel like if it does the disaster happen, disaster that that Twitter's become, and this is what he has to do I to love promote it. it. I don't. I think if it does happen, it'll be some cheesy like. They meet in the middle of the ring and shake hands. You know what I mean? Like, I think it'll be like some publicity stunt where they don't yeah. actually. It's fight. very WWE. This whole thing is publicity. It's just, it's just extreme marketing for something like, that's crashing. These people, and there's like people that look up to these guys. They're like know. their Such whole personality is based around what Elon Musk says, right? Or what Mark Zuckerberg says. I'm like, these are your heroes, man. Look at these guys. I thought we're doing it at the Coliseum. I got clowns, hot dude. dog cart. Yes. If it happens, I'm I'll get you a hot dog <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch. <laughs> yeah, of course Heck I'm going to. yeah, I'm going to watch that. Are you going to make your hummus? <laughs> of course. Thank you. It's my, you know, billionaires fighting billionaires hummus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and some music news. Offspring frontman Dexter Holland uh, says that the band is about four songs shy of completing a new album that they've been working on with Bob Rock. Uh, Nicholas Cage's son, Weston Cage, has been working on some music with Breaking Benjamin uh, guitarist and backing vocalist Keith Wallen. Um, I had no idea that Nick Cage had a son. Uh, he looks exactly like his father, and apparently he was in all sorts of black metal bands. Uh, yeah, he's got a son, Weston. Isn't he have another kid named Kal-El? Kal-El? Or is that the same kid? Does he go by Weston, maybe? Mm. Uh, I thought maybe he had two. He looks just like his dad. Like, face-off oh version goodness. of Nick Cage. Yeah, he's he's, he's more of a, like a <laughs> One square... One was, like, very goth. He's a, so, he's, Weston? Weston, He's yeah. more of, like, a square-faced... 
His uh, eyes are his dad. Beautiful blue eyes. Look at those. Yeah, like hot Nick Cage. Hot Nick Cage, indeed. Mm. Like, imagine if Nick Cage was in Breaking Benjamin. I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? that's, that's the this look right it. there. He's got, another, he's got another kid named after his like Superman. Uh, in other news, Blabbermouth reports that new old Guns N' Roses song, the Chinese Democracy Era recording, perhaps is set to be released on Friday. So we'll look forward to that. Kalel Coppola Cage is 17. Kalel, that's a cool name. Son of Jorel. Congratulations to Adam Jones, uh, the Tool guitarist, recently welcomed a baby girl with his wife, Corin. This is their third child. Um, let's see, John Gosling. Do you know who that is? Oh, yeah. John and eight plus eight. John and, John and Kate plus eight, right? No, no, no. Maybe. But John Gosling was the keyboardist in the Kinks. Oh, oh right. From 1970. I think you're also right. <laughs> oh, that guy, yeah, yeah. John Gosling. Right? Yeah, he was a John and Kate plus eight. Yes, he was. All right. Well, I apologize. That wasn't a good question. <laughs> Maybe anyway, it's the same guy. <laughs> the keyboardist from the Kinks passed away at the age of 75 on Friday. I don't think it was 75. No. No. Um, and then finally, speaking of rock news, we're all music fans here. We've done a lot of traveling in our time. If I were to say to you, hey, I'm a rock fan. I want to go see some of the top places in the United States for music history. Where would you, hang on, where would you tell me to go? By the way, I'm going to be keeping score of points if you get any on this list correct. Clarify the question. So I, it's United States only, so don't say Abbey Road. Okay. I'm wanting to go to places where I could experience either where rock music was born or okay. where it died or just a place that has a history of rock okay. music. Okay, Muscle Shoals. Muscle Shoals. Not... On the list. Uh, Swiss what? is already yeah, trash. Sun Studios. Okay, I'm sorry. Give me top ten. I'm sorry. It Sun, might be on the list. Sun Studios. Sun Studios. Yeah. Are you talking about towns or places? I'm going top ten. These. Are, let me give you just like an these example. Okay, specific, fine. Red, red rocks. Specific places. Like you're not going to get this. Like uh, Almond Brothers Band Museum in Macon, Georgia. Oh, so real like rock destinations, not like where the uh, sound originated. Like Motown's not on there. Um, Motown Museum in Detroit is on there. Okay, so right. Sun Studios okay, not so on there. Like, right. didn't some of the most iconic yeah. recordings happen? Yeah. Elvis, there. Johnny Cash. Um, With places like whiskey. <laughs> Hey, Whiskey Go-Go. Yeah, Whiskey Go-Go. Go-Go, Point for Riz. That was number five. I'll this give Scott a half a point on that one, too. Oh, he uh, said it. The That's reason that I'm point. saying this. I said the Go-Go part. You silly. Um, Fine, I'll give Scott my full point. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Viper Room. Let's go Viper Room. Viper Room's not on the top ten wow. list. It could be on the top 50 list from UltimateClassicRock.com. Stone uh, Pony in Asbury Park. Stone Pony. That's a great one. Not top ten. Wow. Red Rocks? No. Okay, so venues really aren't on there so much other than the whiskey. Studios, think like... Um, Kate Ashbury. Something in Nashville. No. Studio 54. Uh, no. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in, in uh, no. Cleveland. Studio 54 is only out, open. Probably. CBGBs. That was a dance club no. for three years, is it? This is places yeah, you can go disco. and like tour. Yeah, but he's, she's, she's talking about like music history. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Third Man, Third Man Records. In Why don't you just tell us the list? I will tell you the list. I thought this was going to be a lot better than it was. Give us a state, man. All right, so coming in at number nine was Buddy Guys Legends in Chicago. Electric Lady Studios in New York City came in at number eight. Number seven, Prince's Paisley Park in Minnesota. Uh, okay. Motown Museum in Detroit, Michigan. Number six, Whiskey Go-Go in L.A. Number five, Elvis Presley's Graceland. Casey Studios in Crestwood. <laughs> somebody, some, somebody said it in the chat room. Uh, number three, Crossroads in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Number two, the Bob Dylan Center in Tulsa. And the number one place, destination for people who love, you know, must-see spots for rock and roll, the Apollo Theater in New York City. Uh, Would you agree with that, being of I New York? Yeah. Isn't that where the Queen had their Wait. first show in the U.S.? 
That was a Bob Dylan museum in Tulsa? I thought that no, was Bob, Woody Guthrie. He said Bob, she no, said Bob Dylan Bob Center. Bob Dylan Center <laughs> oh. in Tulsa. I don't know what it is. I've been to the Woody Guthrie Museum there, and it is, that is cool. What has Tulsa I never heard have of to a do Bob with Dylan. Bob Dylan? Yeah, Bob Dylan Minnesota. Center. Dude. Woody Guthrie's his hero. Maybe he did something there. UltimateClassicRock.com, they put together the 50 rock landmarks that you should visit in your lifetime. Oh, okay. Hard Rock Cafe Las Vegas. That's Hard right. Rock Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> And that's your crap on celebrities. Uh, you're a celebrity celebrating a birthday today. Francesca Eastwood. That's Clint Eastwood's daughter. She's 30. Mike Trout is 32. Abby Cornish is 41. That's John Krasinski's love interest in Amazon's Jack Ryan series. We have an email about that later. Charlize Theron is 48. Michael Shannon. I love this. Oh, dude. Zod. Yeah, he is uh, General Zod in the new in the Man of Steel. He was in Boardwalk Empire, a bunch of other things. Michael Shannon, two first names, is 49. Harold Perrineau, that's Michael on Lost. He's 60. Ramon Estevez. Ramon. That's the older brother of Charlie Sheen and the younger brother of Emilio Estevez. He's 60. Maggie Wheeler. That's Janice on Friends. She's 62. David Duchovny is 63. Bruce Dickinson, the cancer-defeating lead singer for Iron Maiden. Bruce Dickinson is 65. Wayne Knight. Uh, Newman. That's right. Newman on Seinfeld. Wayne Knight is 68. And Tobin Bell, who is Jigsaw in the Saw movies. Tobin Bell is 81 years old. All right. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet is Anita Blue. And today's birthday girl's been in 187 fine films, including Attention Horse 2, Big Booty Rolling 2, The Bigger the Better 1, mm. Blackmailed 2. That's a B-L-A-C-K-M-A-L-E-D, Blackmailed 2, uh, The City of Flesh 4, Double Bubble White Booty 3. P.S. I love you. She I love was you in too. Smothered and Covered 8. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Three. And who can fade our role? In 2010s, it's big, it's black, it's Jack. <laughs> Anita Blue is 40 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. All right, let us uh, take a break, and we will come back, and we'll give away some stuff. Oh, lots of great prizes today. As we do every Monday, we will play three and five. So Moon's going to give you a category. You name three things in the category within five seconds. Two out of three categories right. You win your choice of prizes. No ums or ahs to start your answer. We will play three and five. Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fencing Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018. Yeah, I think 2018. The, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? 
Attention, Riz Show fans and weirdos. Let me tell you about Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement tea experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredible difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement tea experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Headline man who fondled feet in Lake Tahoe arrested. Tell me more. Fondled go on. his feet. Fondled just random women like their feet. What do you mean? He was like scubaing? He was, okay, this guy from California accused of sneaking into Lake Tahoe vacation condos <laughs> and fondling women's feet as they slept. <laughs> so on Wednesday, this guy was arrested, 26-year-old Mark Anthony Gonzalez, taken into custody. Mark Anthony. Er, Mark Anthony Gonzalez. <laughs> taking that J-Lo divorce hard. <laughs> So here's what the uh, sheriff's office says in the area, that over the 4th of July weekend, uh, Mark Anthony snuck into two resort condos by entering through unlocked screen doors in the wee, and they say wee hours in the morning, wee hours in the morning. And they say once inside, he positioned himself at the foot of the bed and rubbed the feet of two separate adult females. What? Stop this. Huh? <laughs> Can we just, will you guys just stop? The victims, what do you mean you guys? It's always yeah. dudes breaking in. Somebody wants to break in my house and rub my feet while I sleep. Come on yeah. in. Yeah, I'm, you know? nice. I'm gonna no, be grossed no, out. I'm gonna no. let you finish, but I'm gonna be grossed Don't out. Don't say finish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She is right. <laughs> Poor choice of words there. I apologize. Uh, the victims were said to have woken up while this was actually happening. So he's there. He is Mark Anthony nightmare. just at the foot of your bed. Even even J Lo's Mark Anthony nightmare. Did this buffoon <laughs> think he was gonna get away with it while they were still sleeping? Like who's who's who could be sleeping and get their foot touched and not wake up? Right. Right? That's like the one thing, that's the alarm that goes off the first. Right. If there's a monster under the bed, they're going for the feet first. Yeah. That's why you have to get them. He would also steal their <laughs> shoes. This is like the guy from uh, There's Something About Mary. Now that's I just saw a study that said, they did some brain study that was like, that your brain knows if someone's watching you even if you're sleeping. Yeah, man. What? This is the, one of the creepiest things I've ever read. So imagine if they touch your feet. What do you mean your brain knows if somebody's watching? I don't know. I guess like. I mean, other instinct. than like, I mean, you can feel when somebody's, you know, in the in the their presence. There's, there's the presence. There's the temperature. There's like a magnetism. Whatever. Maybe it is. that's it. I don't. I don't know. I didn't. Oh, but if somebody's standing, if somebody's standing on the other side of the room, my brain don't know what's happening. Oh, I do. Some superpower. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Take it up with Harvard. Kind of feel bud. that if somebody's in the room, which you, yeah. you don't know. Dude, somebody's, that's what sleep paralysis here. is all about. You wake up and you can't oh, move. Yeah. Somebody's looking at me, and it's a demon. We all know this. It's the worst feeling in the world. Yeah, I don't know how this guy thought he'd get away with it. Yeah, right. I'm going to touch these people's feet. Not that this matters, but is it a mark with a C or a K? It's got to be a C. M-A-R-K. Okay, thanks. Oh. 
Oh, this this is totally a mark with a C. This is This is the correct way to huh. spell Mark. Um, <laughs> Shout out to all the marks with a C. M A R C H. I feel like all marks with a C are like um, they're amateur painters. Yes, it's M A R Q. They can all paint. I feel, I feel like if, if you're if you're if your name ends in a C, you can paint. Mark with a K is like the cool guy. Like always brings the best booze to the party, making everybody laugh, dating your girlfriends. Uncle, my uncle Mark was cool. Foot rubs. No thanks. Oh, foot rub Mark. <sighs> Would you be okay with? Uh, let's say this happened at your house. Okay. You're I in would. bed. <laughs> Tim's. With you, Tim's Ugh. lying next to you. This is my nightmare. Yeah, and uh, good old Mark walks in through the screen door, <laughs> takes your shoes, sniffs them first. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just, don't uh, don't takes, smell the vans, Mark. Like so don't takes, the, takes van. the duvet at the at the foot of the bed. And oh, just, oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> if you watch the webcams, like, this only is, until holding it up. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so now my feet are cold. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm awake immediately. Oh uh, yeah, I'm still I'm with you. Full, but, yeah, full. But my feet are uncovered, so now I'm already freaked out. I am seriously depressed if my feet are like I have to have th- how do you people sleep? Do you sleep with your you lay down. your duvet is around? I have to make sure mm-hmm. my feet are completely tucked in, no outsies. I leave them out just in case somebody breaks in. Do you? Yeah. Rub them. Oh, I'm in like a cocoon. Smart. Rub them up. Rub those corns. These dogs uh, are barking. If I'm hot, I have I I because I sleep on the left side. I, I I'll put. A, I'll have I'll my left. Yeah, I'll have my left leg out and kind of wrap it around the blanket. I'm half in, half out. But right. see, I always put my feet still under. You know, even if my legs out. You no, wear socks. So he's bed. got. So oh, after oh, he puts the after he puts the the duvet up, folds it up. Yeah. There's your patoots out. Oh God. He's got a, he's got a whole thing of coconut coconut oil, and now he's. Lubed up his hands you know, and just starts. <laughs> you know when you see like movies and there's like burglars and they, they're doing like the cartoon kind of sneaky thing and they run into like a, a barrier or an obstacle of some of, of some sort and they're like, oh, what if this guy pulls up the duvet and there's socks and he's like, oh, <laughs> socks, oh socks, I've got to decode the sock. Abort, abort. The security's too tight in here. I already came in through the window. I can't, I can't bust into this vault of wool socks. I mean, it's kick to the face. It's nine one one. Would you called. be okay it's with Tim shooting him in the chest? <laughs> yes, I would. Goodness, I, get man. out of our house. Wait, you know, get off my feet. Can I be honest? Your Mark theory is kind of holding up. I looked up famous Marks with a C. Mark Jacobs. He he'd he'd well, he's a foot guy for sure. Mm, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well dressed. Mark Gasol. Oh. NBA player. Okay. For Mark sure. Gasol. French. Kidding me? Get out of here. He's all about feet. Mark Anthony. We yeah. all know we he know. sucked J Lo's mm-hmm. toes. We know it happened. Mark Bulger, former oh, St. Louis yeah. Rams. He lives yeah. in town. He's a foot guy, Painter. for sure. Foot Sorry, guy. Mark. We Painter all know you're a foot first. guy. Painter Mark Singer, sure. the Beastmaster. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, yes. That guy likes feet, for sure. Mm. What about Mark Summers from Double Dare? That's, oh, that's what okay. I thought. That's that is what prompted me to look it up. Is he a K or a C? I guess he's a K. He's, he's not showing that's... up on the famous C list. No. I thought he was a C. Maybe he's not Mark famous Summers enough. I don't know, dude. I'm sorry. He had obsessive compulsive disorder. And I remember oh, that 60 okay, okay. Minutes that was on him like many years mm-hmm. ago where it was the rug with the fringe and he had to like straighten out all of the fringe oh, on the yeah. rug. Felt bad for him. No, I mean, I also kind of understand him in a way with that. Mark Summers from Double Dare is a C. Yeah. I thought. So he is a foot guy. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Or at least a painter. Well, dude, I mean, one of the big things on Double Dare, I think, was like a giant foot. Oh, right. you're right. With the big, yeah, with He's the, a nose the and foot guy. Signs were this there. This mark, by the way, was a mark with a K. I know. So we're, that's... We're, we're hijacking yeah, mark, the mark with a C. Marks well, with you a K told me all... that you thought marks with a K were cool. Marks with a K all had I'm their own I'm just trying to back on. your play, homie. <laughs> 
This mark with the K is not great. He's in jail. Good. <laughs> what else you got over there? That's it. That's, oh. uh, let's, uh, let's give away some stuff. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh All right, we're playing three and five. Simple game. Uh, Moon's going to give you a category. You name three things in the category within five seconds. Sweat it through categories, right? You win. Your choice of prizes. Remember, no ums or ahs to start your answer. And the judges here are, I believe... Who knows anymore, Riz? I believe oh, the judges on. today are firm. Well, we'll see. What Especially you, after that foot story. Did you guys play Simpleton Trivia last week? A couple times. Oh, yeah, twice. And I, I, okay, so I did tune in on one of the days or listen to the podcast, and what a disaster that was. Just want to say. Speak for yourself. With the people that called, not you guys. It was a disaster when we played too. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear that day. That's, uh, Three times nine, Scott, in the other room. There. Yeah. 27. 21. 21. 21. You said 21. Okay. Missed the first question. And All good. All good. Best part of that, three times seven was a question in an earlier, in the one right before him. <laughs> so he'd already heard it said out loud. Still missed it. Sorry, Sorry, Scott. Scott. I, to listen. Hey, I lost two. I lost two on the thing. I didn't mean Sorry. to bring it up. I'm just saying games are fun. Okay. We had, we had fun. All right. Let's, uh, let's do a practice round of three and five. Uh, Moon, who first? Let's go with... Learn. Okay. All right, learn first. Here we go. Three and five. Learn. Name three good qualities about me. Handsome, good singer, funny. Oh, thanks. I thought you got caught up there. I was like, that's all I am? Hang on a minute. <laughs> hey, I appreciate Handsome. that. Thank you. All right, Rafe. Funny. Rafe. Yeah. Name three good qualities about King Scott. Great hair, great sense of humor, nicest guy on the planet. Well, thank okay. you. I'll receive That's that. That's nice. I guess we'll do me next week. Oh, here, Moon. <laughs> now, get on. I don't want to. Hang on. Get the timer going. My God. We're going to Mike. We're going to Mike. <laughs> Mike get the, get the in DeSoto. Hello, Mike. <laughs> Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, Mike. Ready to play three and five? Sure. All right, here we go. Okay. Uh, name three woodwind instruments. Flute. Uh, nope. I don't believe a flute <laughs> wood is, is a hard. woodwind. What is that? A flute? That's uh, with a reed, right? Isn't that no, wood? No, there's no reed in a, in a flute. The yeah. flute's but when flute you blow past wrong. the hole. Sure, you can make that out of wood. Yeah. I mean, blowing the hole. Is a flute is not a is woodwind. A you got it wrong anyway. <laughs> oh, that's brass. Hang on, hang on, hang on. If you're blowing in the hole, there is no wood involved. What about the little train whistle? Is a woodwind instrument. It is. Because the reed is wood. Well, there's no, but there's, there's no reed there's no, there's no in reed. the flute. I don't think. It's just a hole. It's just a, just a little yeah, too. I thought the flute was brass. Okay. Yeah, I thought I it had know. to have it's a reed. Silver. Flutes are arrow phones. Unlike woodwind instruments with okay, reeds, already, a flute produces sound. Okay. Name three famous people named Scott. Scott Rizzuto, King Scott, and Scott Bakula. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! All three of the cool Scots. Okay. Last one, Mike. Here we go. Okay, name three games that use referees. Soccer, football, hockey. There you yes, go. There you go. Yes, indeed. Yes, Man. indeed. Hang on, he, Mike. Take, he takes it to the full seven seconds, don't he? But that's how you do it. I know. It just made, he just made me nervous. That's how you do don't it. panic. That cool be cool. Uh, job, John, man. hello. Hello. Hey, John. Ready to play? Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Three and five. Name three cities that start with the letter D as in dog. Dover, Delaware, and Dansby. 
Dansby. Dansby. Hmm. Dansby. Yeah. I'm sure it's a town somewhere. Yeah. Dansby, Dansby where, John? Dansby, Iowa. Uh, Delaware's a state, so. Oh, you said Delaware? Yeah, but there, I said, uh, yeah. There's no city of Delaware? Dansby Swanson's there, there, there a baseball player. John, why not Detroit? (laughs) Or Dallas. Dallas, Detroit, probably the most famous of all the D cities. We know these armchair quarterbacks. We saw how they did on Simpleton Trivia last week. Denver. There's no Dansby. Denver's good. John, I can't. He just drove away. He's so embarrassed. Danzig. Dansby. Hell yeah. That's a guy. Come on. It's over. All right. Here we go, John. Okay. He's driving away on a motorcycle. Name. Name three things at a post office. Stamps, letters, boxes. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Last one. Tell me three venomous animals. Tarantula, viper, blue saba. Okay. Blue saba? What's that, dude? Blue Sounds saba. deadly. It's a tarantula. How do you so know so you much said about tarantula, tarantula twice? Yeah, he got more. I said curly, then I said blue saba. All right. Blue saba is a massive, gross spider that I'm going to fear from now on. Great. How do you spell saba? Hang on. I'm trying to find this thing. Whew. Blue saba. We're all learning. I do like learning. I like learning from here. Whoa, that is a crazy looking spider. Holy crow, right? No thanks. He could have just said scorpion. Snake. He said Viper. I know. I just, he got specific. Yeah. He gave right. specific answers, which I he did. respect. You're confirming Blue Saba is a spider? Yeah. Okay, because when I look it up, there's other spiders that are about Uh Mike? Hey, how's it going? Hey. Hey. All right, Mike, let's play. Okay, name three things Learn loves. Movies, music, television. Yep. Fine. Yes. Wonderful. Great. Next. Name She's three. mad you didn't say her cats. I can see it in her eyes. I know. I am sad. That's <laughs> been number one, man. Name three shows or movies Sorry, about... Lord. Yep. Name three shows or movies about sports. Any Given Sunday, The Waterboy. Mm. Okay. Final one. Name three things in a classroom. Books, teachers, students. Yep. There you go. All right. Okay, let's go to Tori in Belleville. Hello, Tori. Good morning. Good morning, Tori. Here we go. Name three things that you use on a boat. An oar, a life jacket, and a horn. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next. Never leave home without your boat horn. Uh, Name three black and white movies. Oh, That's Gone with one. the Wind. I, I, I don't okay. think I would have gotten that either. I, I, even though we had it last week. I like that one. Yeah. Let's do your homework, guys, for next week, because I'm sure that's going to come up again. Uh, next. Final one. Name three things that are gold. Necklace, earring, rings. <sighs> okay. Necklace, earring, rings. Fine. Done. Uh, William. Hello, William. Jeez. What's going on, guys? Hey, William. Thanks, buddy. Let's play three and five. Here we Name go. Name three Indiana Jones movies. Indiana Jones 1, Indiana Jones 2, and Indiana Jones 3. Now, I was wondering if this was going to happen, and my eyes were on the judges. I mean, is that that's fine, right? Is Indi- it fine? Indiana Jones movies? Like, oh, did you want specific, like, subtitles? I mean, 
Is it even called Indiana Jones? No. It's Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's right. Temple of Doom. That's right. Last Crusade. Those are three. But is it Indiana Jones and the... It's Indiana Jones, colon, title. I don't think there's... There's there's no Indiana... There's no movie called Indiana Jones. What's your thoughts? Man. You guys... I mean, I don't know. I think that the Indiana Jones franchise is by title, but I'm giving him... Because he had the confidence to say it, I'll give it to him. But you and know Rafe says yes. We yeah. didn't, uh, you didn't ask him to specify. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Indiana Jones and, and the But there's Last no Crusade. numbers after any of them. Right. It's not one, two, and three. It's not Rocky. I don't like she it. She says no. Scott, final, leaving it up to you. Oh, Scott's on the phone. Be Scott a judge. Be a judge, guys. You got to be a judge. I am being a judge. I'm this, saying this, no. This, this, is where, this is where the difficulty It's not. It's a I'm hard gonna job. I'm going to say no. Overruled. No. Next. Even, no. The, Next. even the caller is like, Overruled. No, Next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, name three types of sandwiches. Bologna sandwich, ham sandwich, and turkey sandwich. Yeah, yeah, baby. Works for me. Yeah, baby. Works for me. Final one. <laughs> name three teams in Major League Baseball. Dodgers, Yankees, and Cardinals. Yeah! Boom. Yeah. Coast to coast. All right, one final one. Bobby. Hello, Bobby. Hey, what's up? Happy hey. birthday, Liz. Bobby. Man. All right, let's play. Okay, na- uh, name three states with the letter M as in mom in the name. Michigan, Montana, and Maine. Very good. Wow, didn't even need Missouri. This guy. He's showing off now. Next. Name three movies and theaters right now. <laughs> Barbie... I, Oppenheimer. He's got the only one. Yeah, I, Ninja did, I just didn't know the name. <laughs> Ninja Turtles. Okay, one final one, Bobby. Yeah, that's the question. Okay. <laughs> he goes, I didn't know the name. Yeah. <laughs> name three places to see bears. Woods, Missouri. Oh, oh, oh man. Zoo. 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 What about the zoo? Or any other state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we probably wouldn't have questioned it. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. what a disaster! Yeah, some people, some people are right. Some people are great disappointments. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good round. Yeah. It was a good round. All right, judges, great disappointment. Thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Take a break. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Come back with sex time fun facts and the sex toy of the week. There was a uh, Indiana Jones uh, marathon, a marathon going on TV this weekend, and man. They're all great. There's an order for sure. But man, they're all so they're good. They're all good. And dude, you know what? I forgot that like, those are like kids movies, right? We, we kind of see them as like yeah. family movies. They're pretty darn gory, dude. Those old, well, Temple those, of Doom. Those old ones sure. are pretty darn gory. Hey, uh, Learn, do you know about the Instagram thing? Have you heard of this? Like being on it <laughs> or? Uh... The insta- <laughs> no, as far as sex time fun facts and relationships, the Instagram thing. No. Is the Instagram thing real? Better chop it up next. I, I can't wait to find out what it is. It's so stupid. Oh, is this a curse or a, uh, or yes. like a positive thing? Some TikTokers racked up over 7 million views with her video explaining the Instagram thing. 
Going to get your thoughts. We're all hotter on Instagram because that is damn true. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center. St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976. And the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at GoToDobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hi, this is Al Pacino, and you're listening to a man who's got the softest balls I've ever seen. The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, while we were uh, off, did you see the video that came out of the 7-Eleven of the guy trying to steal the cigarettes and what happened? I don't think so. Oh, oh man. Did you see that, Rafe? I did Trying to steal cigarettes. Okay. Did you see this video, Scott? No, I haven't. Oh, uh, it was all over the internet over the weekend. So a guy walks into a 7-Eleven rolling a garbage can. Like right. one of those big industrial-sized garbage cans. Right. Okay. And he just, he goes behind the counter and just starts sh- putting cigarettes in there. Right. Just, I mean, just literally stealing, taking them <laughs> off the shelf. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And just putting them in the garbage can. And the owners of the 7-Eleven, that particular franchise, not having it. So the guy gets from behind the counter, still wheeling his his garbage can full of cigarettes. I mean, thousands <laughs> of dollars worth of cigarettes. Right. And there's a guy waiting for him, another employee, and they just whip the crap out of his legs. Wow. Oh, I can't believe you haven't seen they, this. No, whip. man. I need to see it. Oh, man. It was oddly satisfying to watch. That's another customer filming. Okay. Another customer is filming. Saying, just let them go. Insurance is going to take care of it. Yes. Because, of course, that's how insurance works. Just they just take anything, destroy anything, and insurance is going to cover it. No big deal. No big yeah, deal. Premiums are not going to go up. Yeah, it's fine. And just let them go. Ain't nothing you can do, man, until police come in. Don't do that. Don't do that, man. Don't do that. Whipping his legs. Wow. With now, a belt. With a stick. Remember, most of these places, <laughs> they'll fire you for that. Oh, no, th- I think this is the owner of this particular franchise. Oh, okay. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Franchise stuff. But, so it's a uh, franchise. I'm assuming corporate's going to go, hey, man, we got to send this email from our lawyer. So far, the, po- the, the reaction has been pretty positive. <laughs> yeah, of course it is from public. But, but you know, my, dude, my, my buddy was a manager at uh, uh, a place that sold staples. And things, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, and uh, this dude was like double something or other black belt, like he'll kill people. And uh, he chased after a dude in the, in the parking lot. And man, I either got fired or something because it's a policy you can't you can't chase when somebody's robbing. Yeah, when somebody's we got the video staplers. up in the uh, we got the video up in the in the uh, in the office here. Hey, I mean, he's got a rolling <laughs> yeah, ro- and he didn't even take the bag can. out. He's just he's got the bag in there. I mean, he spends about three or four minutes just taking everything. Everything from behind the counter, just cigarettes, and then somebody's waiting for him when he's get, when he gets from oh behind the oh counter, my and gosh. the guy just takes, just whips his legs. Yeah, oh. he's just 
beating him with a what kind of stick is that? I mean, is that a broomstick? I don't oh, yeah. know. That's just, a broom. Oh, oh that's man. a big old broom handle. Yeah. Just whipping his legs though. Wow. Whipping his legs, not his not his torso. Yeah. Just his legs. I mean, that, you'll recover from that yeah, eventually, he was fine. and wow. you'll wait there till the police. And I was there, counting, so. and it was between seven and eleven hits. So <laughs> technically, <laughs> on brand. <laughs> very on brand. One, two, two three, four, five. five. Take a breath. Six, six seven. seven. Now take a breath. Mark. Take a break. Yeah, Let's hit somewhere. Eight. eight. Nine. 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 Yeah. Right in the wheelhouse. 7-Eleven, baby. He's whipping his legs. Well, that, listen, I'm sure you've all seen online there's been a rash of people just walking into stores and just yeah. rolling out. It's a problem. I like the, well, insurance is going to take care of it. Okay. That's how that works. It's somebody's livelihood. Right. Yeah. That took thousands of dollars worth of cigarettes. Not today. I mean, I'm into putting cigarettes into trash cans, like, very much so. I just hate them so much, but that's not the right way. Well, I remember people getting pulled, like, into the back area of, like, a Walmart or some as a kid because they, like, stole a lollipop. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a kid. They'd grab a kid and yeah. be like, well, call your mom. Mm-hmm. And then your parents have to. Now? Now you got to grab these guys and go, call your kids. Yeah. Get your kids I was like there. a guy walking out of a hardware store with two Husqvarna chainsaws, and they're just like, let him go. Let <laughs> yeah. him go. We don't need the trouble. It's like so litigious now. Like, I don't even know what's the point of having security security or yeah. like, because they have the ones that are like fake shoppers, too, that will like kind of follow people around. Is that even a thing anymore? Like, what's, oh, if you can't like do it. Lost prevention? Yeah, loss people? prevention. There you go. Like, what is that? How are you preventing it? Yeah, there's all these videos of especially high-end stores. There's people rolling in, grabbing what they want, oh, yeah. rolling out. Yeah. See the video of the two old guys and like, the, uh, I don't know if they were drunk or what, but they went into, like, a golf store, like a country club, and he was, like, putting putters pro down shop. the front of his, like, a pro <laughs> shop. Yeah, and he was, like, that one guy was trying to distract him, and the other guy was, like, trying to shove, like, putters and clubs down the front of his pants. They, like, walking out all stiff-legged like the little rascals. <laughs> like they weren't going to get caught. Yeah, look at these idiots. Yeah. Oh, so old It just looks like two too. old dudes who are like, Have hey, fun. come look, on. The dude has, like, a, an eight-year-old smile on his face. Yeah. Like, old dudes, <laughs> both wearing sweaters. Yeah, <laughs> get this one. Get this This Watch Titleist. This. These guys clearly had too many beers, and they already played 18 holes. They're like, guess what? I'm Let's getting that butter. butter. Oh, look at this one, Jim. Oh, look at this one. I'm going to lean it up against this shirt, and then um, you go, you come over here. And- I don't know. I found the guy getting his legs whipped. Funny. I enjoyed it. I don't know. Well. Watch this. Call me a sadist. Watch this guy putting two putters, oh. down, two putters the, down, his, down his trousers. That'll work. Is he wearing shorts? No, he's got pants. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Oh, here oh. We go. Look, at it, look at him oh. trying to. That's somebody's grandpa. Yeah. yeah, it is. You know what? That is such a thing, though. I think, like, older people feel like they're invisible sometimes and they can, like, get away with stuff. Nobody sees me. <laughs> Does not, that fit. Is awesome. leg, like Does not got... fit the profile of somebody <laughs> that went still two putters from a pro yeah. shop. Yeah, yeah like, he's, like he's got no knee anymore. Yep. Wow. All right, let's let's uh, let's figure out what this Instagram <laughs> thing is. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Unnatural sex act. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time fun facts. Uh, sex time fun facts sponsored by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. So a TikToker has racked up over 7 million views with her video explaining the, quote, Instagram thing. Okay. So it's when you're in a relationship and 
that somebody you're in a relationship with refuses to show evidence online that you're dating. Oh, yeah. This is something I cannot... I think it's silly. Maybe I'm, I've, I've aged out of what is important to some people. And right. I, Wait a minute. So this is when we're on social media. It's not just Instagram. And you don't want to post pictures of me? Like if, yeah. If I feel like Instagram is probably more prominent because it's photo-based. Okay. I mean, I don't know how to prove you have a partner on Twitter. So I guess you do maintain an Instagram profile. Yeah. But all the pictures you post, nothing is of us. Well, there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of thirst trappers out there making, you know, that's their following and it's like that's that's something you got to get over. Like they have to present themselves as single. Listen, he, here she is explaining it. I know you're shaking your head. It's very silly. I have something to say though after this. Okay, here, here. This is a PSA for everyone in a happy relationship right now. The Instagram thing is real. I just got out of a two-year relationship. He always told me not to worry about Instagram. He doesn't go on it much, so that's why he's never posted me. You know, you don't want to be high maintenance. You know, you forget about it for two years. And I don't even think I was in his stories. And if I was, I wasn't like the main character of the story. So basically, I'm here to validate you to overreact if he's not posting you on Instagram. Okay, I'm, I'm going to take a, a weird stance on this. Why are you Something, overreacting? Because this gal <laughs> said that, that I could. Let me Something that you don't think I would say is I guess it's not important to me and it's important to her. Right. So It's wild that you, you're, you're saying that it would be a, a possibly a an unfavorable take to say that your Instagram and what you're putting out there is your choice. No, what I'm saying is that that people who are probably my age, or and even maybe maybe in their let's say in their 40s, thinks that that's probably the silliest thing you could hear. Like, oh, my, oh, he didn't put you on his Instagram, and that's why you're breaking up. That's a thing. Mm. I guess that's a priority to her. Well, I'm looking at all of our Instagrams right now, and so like Moon, if I go to you, I mean, mm -hmm. you got a lot of you in your Instagram mm -hmm. promoting your different things, Rafe. You got a lot of you as well, but your latest post is with you and Tina. Um, my latest post, oh, let me go to King Scott. King Scott, let's see if you got your lady. Oh, yeah, you got a picture with your wife. Like, mm -hmm. you Go got, to mine. And then the Riz Show account. Mm. <laughs> Riz Show account is a lot of us. Okay, yeah, All yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. Go to my wife's. So oh. She have a, like, my wife's uh, Instagram. Okay. Go ahead. Let's see, see if there's anything. Hers. Both of us. <laughs> um, she's got a lot of her with the kids, with the pups. Her last post with you, it's been it's been a while. It looks like it was 2020 New Year's Eve. <laughs> um, I guess we're breaking up. And if he, you go to Tina's, you won't see a lot of me on there. Yeah, well, it, this is different though because this is show business. And, it is, and you know what I mean. And, and every, depends on what you use it for. And, yeah, and the majority of the people we know are in show business. I can say that if I wasn't in show business, it would probably be different. And even so, and I'm I'm weird because, no offense to. Well, actually, you know what? Offense, offense, offense to the creepers. We've all experienced plenty of creepers, yeah. like super mm -hmm. creepers. And we have to protect our families from that. Yeah, that's, well, and also like, so my latest post was with Tim and I over the weekend. We looked nice. We were going out to dinner at the lake mm -hmm. and I posted a picture of him and a, a lot of people were confused. People are going, is that your stepdad? Is this all Tim? Right. And so like, I'm going, what's going on? And I guess because Tim looks a little older than me in this photo, I don't really know. They're just playing. That's I don't awesome. know, man. But, <laughs> 
So no way. But I post. You know, I used to do a thing. Yeah, that probably, polo buttoned up too high. Yeah, <laughs> unbutton it. No, I used to do a thing, which was probably annoying to some, but I loved it called Tim Crush Tuesday, where I, I did loved a little story, posts. and I still do it from time to time. I but. love those because sometimes you show, uh, well, like a couple years ago when he had long hair yes. and like some other things. I love those. Well, posts. just back to this kind of circling back to right. the Instagram thing. My priorities are, are different from this girl's. Sure. Right. Everybody. Our priorities are different from what a twenty-year-old's priorities are. If if I if I wasn't in the public eye and 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 wasn't in showbiz uh, sure. the last couple of decades, I, I probably would feel a little bit differently. But it depends on how you go into the relationship. If you go into the relationship and you know that this person is trying to make a business with it and selling lip gloss or something else, or you know what I mean, and then well, I'm, take that away from it. Let's just focus on her. But like, I'm, so but, I'm, but but she's not focusing on case by case. She's saying here's the rule. And this is how it should be for everybody. The real reason is because, you know, they want their whole network of, of people to think that they're single. Yeah. Mm. And they want to keep their options open. Sometimes, sure. I guess so. I mean, if it's like an Instagram, Instagram account and the dude has, like, got 400 followers and it's all pictures of him, like, <laughs> clear, like on dates you've been on, but it's just him in front of a Ferris wheel. And, like, <laughs> yeah, maybe, you, maybe like, you need to take some stock of what's going on. He's like, hey, did you... Go outside and just take a picture of yourself in front of the restaurant. Like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I thought you were in the bathroom. Like, uh, okay, that's kind of weird. Yeah, if the so ca- like, if the caption's like, "Hey, ladies, I'm going to the yeah, carnival this Saturday." Like, oh, dinner for one. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, why does it say dinner for one and you're making a frowny face? <laughs> uh, I thought it was funny, you know. Like, yeah, come on, man. Why does your story say where the ladies at? <laughs> All right, so that's. That's the in, that's the Instagram thing. Okay. Now, if I ask you what ghost lighting is, I don't know if we've talked about this before. Oh, ghost lighting. No. Ghost lighting. So ghosting. Ghost you don't lighting. answer anymore. Ghost lighting. Once you get called out for ghosting, you tell that person that you weren't ghosting. Like gaslighting. Yeah. That's a very good guess. It's a mashup of two. It's it's a mashup of ghosting and gaslighting. Okay. Which is what. Yeah. You just said. Okay. Good. You, yeah. Yeah. So, being, so right. You're currently being gaslit. But wait, wait, wait. Walk, walk me through it. How does this work? Okay. Here we go. Here. Learn, God. Okay. Explain. You and I were yeah. dating. We went yeah. on a couple of dates. Yeah, things are going well. I'm stoked. You're stoked. Guess what? I didn't like it. I'm ghosting you. That okay. Make no damn sense. Couple days go by. I'd like to talk about this. You hit me up. You go, why are you ghosting me? Uh huh. And then I'm like, I'm not ghosting you. And I I'm mean, ghostlighting I'm, you. And then uh, I'm in You make it inbox. my fault? Yes. Oh, God, you're bringing flashbacks. Correct. <laughs> That is correct. You're going to tell me this is my fault? This is tell me enough times, I'll believe so, it. So it's when you disappear, get called out for it, and then try to claim you, I wasn't ghosting, I was right. busy. <laughs> Total, just the psychology behind this, like the ghosting and the ghost lighting is very interesting. People have been using this term since 2017, but now it's going mainstream. And uh, it's not always just a dating thing. It's, it's something friends do, too. Like instead of telling a friend you you just don't want to hang out anymore, you'd ghost them, and then they then they realize that you're ghosting them, call you out, and claim you know just ah man, work's been nuts. Work's been nuts. Maybe it has. I mean that's a that's a legitimate excuse. The meanest thing you could do, they say, the meanest version of this, is when you act oblivious and make them feel crazy for caring so much. Like wow, you must have no life. That's it. That's that's the that gaslighting, the ghostlighting. Is when you make somebody, when you try to turn it on somebody and make them seem like a crazy person for feeling as they should feel. Caveat, some of you are crazy. Yes. <laughs> Caveat, some people require so much attention that it's unhealthy. 
And they will get a, I've been a, like, I've had people, I call them the scorekeepers. I have friends who are scorekeepers that'll just be like, well, I, you didn't text me back. I texted you Friday, you didn't text me back till Sunday. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm sorry I was in the middle. And then it's like, well, but then I'll look at texts from me to them and I'm like, well, you, there are several of these that go the other way and I've never been upset. Mm -hmm. I have texts you never responded to <laughs> in our thread, and I just assume we're both busy. Do like I have guy friends that do this and girlfriends that do this. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, uh, some of you are. It's not ghost lighting. You're being a little clingy or well, you're being a little needy. That is anxiety attachment. Okay, the scorekeeping. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I, I'm, I'm prone to this. I actually did it to Moon when I started on the show. I was like, you never texted back. Like, I was, I wasn't. <laughs> but that, but let me say this. I wasn't used to your well, he is texting momentum. Mm. My texting momentum. Like you don't text. Yeah, he's back. a Patrick Swayze texter. And I just texters. have to understand. That. And, I, <laughs> and now I do. I just have a wild schedule, and I. Uh, Here we go. Uh, Here we go. lighting. It's your fault. Yeah, it's your fault. You don't have to go slide me. I, it's it all is. good, man. It's all good. <laughs> God dang, his scorekeeping's killing me. Yeah, I lose. I lose every one of those games. Well, Any, anytime somebody's. Upset. It's, it's my fault. Everybody's got a thing, though. And I I, I sent my sister this thing over uh, the weekend because it was about anxiety attachment disorder or whatever the hell it's called. TikTok. And uh, and it's me. Like, if, if somebody what doesn't respond that? back, like, because I go into... I go into thinking I can read brains or something. Like, I think I've done something. If people ghost me, like, my, I haven't talked to my sister in a month on the phone. And I'm like, are you mad at me? Like, I had to, I had to text her that. Oh, right. And she goes, no, I've just been busy. You know, it took her two days to respond and to you that. Know, maybe she's just busy. I don't, but I let her say that, but I didn't know until I asked. Dude, the the, the legitimate uh, gripe that I hear that I, I'm still I still don't know how to handle because it happens all the time is when like a, a lengthy conversation is happening. Okay, let's uh, let's say like it's it's over oh, this and and it's just an active conversation. It's not a text and then text back in a few minutes. It's like happening with the mm -hmm. dots. You know what I'm saying? And while that's happening, chances are. And I'm not, and I'm not saying this to be like I'm the busiest guy ever. I'm just saying chances are, at some point in a lengthy text conversation, I got to get up and I have to go do something. Right. Whether a child needs me or this or that or I'm something else, and a lot of times people will have issues with that because we are engaged in a conversation. But I have to respond and go, but there was no meeting. Uh, we didn't have a meeting time for this for this conversation. We were having it. It was lovely. But at some point, I just had to I had to go take care of right. something. Hey, thanks for squeezing me in. Now, and that's, it's not about that. See, and that's the snarkiness that comes my way. I appreciate way. it, man. Thanks and, for squeezing me and, in. And I understand, I, I understand how it abruptly, like, I can just disappear. But I'm not just disappearing because I'm like, you know what? I don't want to have this conversation anymore. I, like, right. I got to go do something. You're, it's your texting moment. And, and I give you grace with that. Okay, I and I appreciate know. that. Yeah, I'm not calling you out to I would just say call, sometimes yeah. I don't want to have this conversation. I would love to here. be followed. Yeah. I would love to be followed for a day with a camera so, so people can, can just go, oh, you know what? Now I understand. Listen, guys. Sometimes you just need to relax. <laughs> we just need to relax. Maybe some alone time. Maybe with a maybe with one on one with a partner. Oh. If we could all just maybe get a pair of these, we'd all be much happier. Open wide and get ready for the Rizzuto Show Sex Toy Review. Uh, am I right, Rafe? Are you ever, bud? I'll tell you what, you won't be worried about your inbox when your nips are getting tweaked by this week's sex toy of the week. You're going to have bigger fish to fry. This week's S-T-O-T-W, is that right? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Japanese nipple clamps. Oh, wow. uh -huh. $17.95 on ExtremeRestraints.com. Hell of a deal. 
with 4.7 star overall rating and 144 reviews. These stylish black Japanese nipple clamps attach easily to your partner's nipples or other parts <laughs> for the kind of sensation play that is only limited by their thresholds. Gone are the toys that just aren't enough. These clamps get tighter and tighter the harder you pull on that 12-inch chain. Simply squeeze the edges of each clamp and attach it to your partner's nipple, tongue, lady parts, or wherever your devious mind leads you. You can pull all you want. They ain't coming off easy. Each clamp measures 3.5 inches in length and 1.5 inches in diameter. Then I'm going to paint a picture for you. Imagine. <laughs> all right. If you will. He's got me tied up in intricate Japanese rope bondage, my boobs bulging out and making me look like a blow-up doll, just as he desires. He says, you're a pretty little toy, but I have something to make you even prettier. I can hear the chain clinking before I can see it. He dangles the Japanese nipple clamps in front of my face like a hypnotist with a pendulum. <laughs> but he's already got me under his control. Ooh. I sigh deeply as he applies each of the clamps, willingly submitting to his sadism. The heavy chain weighs on my sensitive little nips. <laughs> and I look at him pleadingly. He says, I know what you want, love. I can read your mind. He pulls on the chain and the clamps tighten on my little buds tighter and tighter as he pulls harder and harder. And just when I think I've had enough, he stops and says, babe, I can read your body too. Oh, okay. Can I just pause everybody for a second? There's like a tour happening right outside our door where the speaker to this show is. Oh, so, uh, hey out there. Like kids oh, hearing no. this off of oh, our no. show. Oh, no. Oh, no. On a Monday. They're trying to pay attention to the guy. Move along. I just had someone open my door, too. Oh, nice. The guy's dressed in all khaki, person. too. He looks like one of them animal trainers. Yeah. Okay. Well, here you go, kids. Here's some reviews for you. This is a very extensive very thorough review. Review number one. The clamps are well made and work well. They have a strong closing force to start, and the harder you pull, the tighter the clamping pressure. His hands are held behind his back in arm binders or to a thigh cuff restraint to ensure no interference. A snug-fitting black leather blindfold ensures that he has no visual input. I clamp them on to my sub's nipples in a vertical orientation with the chain hanging straight down. A weight attached to the center of the chain. Oh I use a partially filled water balloon for the weight. <laughs> the amount of water changes the weight based on his behavior and his sassy little attitude. <laughs> a rubber band is fastened to the chain on the other end is inserted into his mouth to support the weight. Oh when my he God, speaks this is a nightmare. <laughs> or whines, the weight drops and quickly reminds him to only open his mouth when I command it. Sometimes he'll act defiant on purpose and let the weight drop. I generally leave the weight hanging for a short period, and he will have a smug little look on his face, almost saying, is that all you got? So I lift the weight, and I replace the rubber band in his mouth, telling him not to release the band unless I direct him to. I watch to see what happens. He again lets the weight fall, and now he's smiling, mocking me. He'll see. His behavior has consequences. Additional weight is added, a much heavier second balloon. The clamps are repositioned in a steep vertical angle, which will rotate and twist his oh, nipples man, as the weight falls. This is horrible. <laughs> I was into he this. is aware that changes are being made, but the blindfold is in place, and he can't tell what's being changed. <laughs> a shorter band is used to hold the weight higher, which will allow for a longer, harder fall. It is replaced in his mouth, and he's aware of the heavier weight. After a short wait, he again allows the weight to drop. The clamps tighten more. They do not slip off from the additional weight. As the weight falls, a strong, hard twist is oh. applied to his... Oh, my goodness. Oh. Uh, 
Can't say that word. I leave them in the down. Dump it out. I leave them in the down position. We missed one in the edit. Yes, we did. My apologies. I leave them in the down position until a lesson is learned. Usually it doesn't take too long. The smile is gone. In another scenario, they are clamped to either side of his tongue and the weight attached is above. They're a good drooling stimulant and nice to apply to stretch his tongue. He's not able to speak, only to make garbled sounds. They actually function as a silencing gag when applied this way. <laughs> You're welcome. With the clamps on either side of his tongue, there's plenty of room yep. for whatever you yep, want to do. Whatever you want to do. The clamps are released suddenly at the end of the session, and the sub experiences another intense sensation. Anyways, got a little off track here. Great craftsmanship. Five stars. Okay. Will. That, that was, was great. Very descriptive. Yes, yes. It was a very thorough review. Jeez. Now I have two more short ones. This seems Five like stars. something to be good to attach your wallet to. Yeah. Yeah. As a straight white male, I love to use this on my unusually large black man nips. <laughs> And they don't slide off when one of my multiple inner demons pull on them. 10 out of 10, would buy again. Thank you, five stars, Chase, and friends. Whatever okay. that means, who knows. And finally, that's two five-star reviews. I, I try to be fair in my assessment, so here's your one star. Yo, do not buy these. <laughs> Japanese nipple clamps nearly tore my nips clean off. One star, Tyler. All right. Whoa. <laughs> one star, that's Tyler. Like. Okay. Tyler, not a fan. The Japanese nipple clamps. 4.7 uh, overall is pretty good. The sex toy of the week. Thank you, Rafe. Thorough description. Rizzuto Show. Weather. Put a capper on this week's uh, sex time fun facts. We'll take a break, shower up, have the, uh, the tour roll through. And, They're still uh, out there. They're still out there. Sports next. You know it's never easy to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. Now think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? Now you could change your life in just four months. Thanks to Centric. Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world. That's technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. And they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job and you can make that change today by going to Centric.com slash R-I-Z-Z. That's centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q dot com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at centric.com slash Riz, even if you have no IT experience, and change your life today. Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. Glazer, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Um, happy birthday, Riz. Just a couple uh, sports extra stories, and then we'll get to uh, our regular sports report. Uh, so 57 swimmers uh, fall sick and get diarrhea at World Triathlon Championship in England. Oh, lucky. No. Yeah, so what happened was, I guess they were swimming in raw sewage. and uh, What? <laughs> wow. For funsies? Uh, yeah. There's no, no. swimming poo? This was a, the World Triathlon Championship. 
So the UK Health Security Agency said they would be uh, testing samples from those who got sick to establish the cause of the, you know, their illness. So what's triathlon? It's running, it's swimming, it's biking. Yes. Mm. So an environmental agency sampled water from the beach, I guess a couple weeks prior to the event, mm -hmm. and didn't have the results back in time for the event, so they just went along with it anyway. <laughs> I like it. Wow. No. Dude, we'll be fine. you know what? First and that's question that's the same crud that happened to uh, to our buddies. I, I know this uh, pair of twins. Uh, they're in a band called Medina Lake, and they were on a um, they were on Fear Factor. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, this the, is a, yeah, the, it's the a twins story. edition, and they did one of the God, dude, it's hard, hard, hard not to gag when I'm when I'm even thinking about this. They did one of the nastiest, one of those eat challenges. Oh God, where they had to. Uh, Swim across like this, like just rotting irrigation ditch with rotting cattle uh, corpses, and yeah. and then they had to tear rotting rotten flesh off of the uh, the jawbone of the thing, chew it up, and then swim across and like spit it in a cup. And they said like, oh yeah, we have all of our stuntmen like test all this stuff, and they haven't got yeah, you're sick, good, so don't worry, be fine. Just and, sign this waiver in case you do get sick, yep. you can't sue us. And then both of them, the other contestants, and all the stuntmen were all in the hospital together for wow. weeks. It was bad, bad, bad. Yeah, news. and this, by the way, was like a qualifying event for the Olympics. Like, this is one of the Olympic qualifying events. Gosh. So, 57 people got really bad diarrhea. <laughs> because the, the testing hadn't been done. They said, ah. No, the testing had been done. But had we didn't results. get the results That's back. what I'm saying. The result, like, the results. Eh, we haven't got the results yet. But you know what? I'm feeling good. Yeah, you're Let's good. all cross our fingers and go yeah, swimming. smells fine. Oh. Smells fun. You know, it's amazing. Like, that happens. But then, like, I went to a, a pool the other day, like, in uh, Kirkwood. There were kids putting the water in their mouth and oh, swishing yeah. around. Yeah. You know, it was at the yeah. lake, and my nephew had yeah. lake water in his mouth. Uh, They'll yeah. be fine. They won't get sick at all, yeah. you know? Well, that Ozark's waters. Oh, man. Lord knows. I know oh. someone said it's the clean and one of the cleanest lakes, but, man, my heart doesn't feel that. <laughs> we actually looked up. Science my tell spidey me sense is tingling. Dude, but my heart don't feel that way. We looked up uh, urine content in Lake of the Ozarks water and tried to figure out, like, where the where the ratio of urine to lake water is. And apparently um, our urine is so dense it sinks. So all the urine is at the bottom of what? the lake. Yeah. I heard Lake of the Ozarks is 75% urine. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't I, be far off. I don't know why, but it don't bother me. The, the rivers and, 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 and lakes and stuff I'm swimming in, I don't think about it at all. Okay. I really I just don't bother me at all. Yeah, rivers, it definitely doesn't bother me. Some lakes, little, you know, you have to think twice about it, I think. But like Lake Michigan, you're fine. If you no saw way, what went on in Party Cove. Yeah, see, I've never been there. Yeah, that's Pea Cove. That. You would not be Let sticking down under the water. Party <laughs> <laughs> Cove. Yeah, it gets there. nasty. That's for inflatables for sure. So yeah. we're we're waiting uh, awaiting the results of the uh, the other independent testing for this body work. Oh, okay, so. cool. So, hey, good luck to everybody. Well, until Hope the results come back, let's just keep swimming. Hope your diarrhea goes away. Um, keep swimming. Now, I know what I would look like if I got to compete in the Olympics. Have you seen the slowest sprinter ever video yet? Uh, no. <laughs> Have you seen this? Yeah, I saw this. Okay. It's pretty awesome. Wait, what? It's the slowest sprinter ever. Okay, something called the World University Games are going, right, going on right now in China. Okay. They're kind of like the Olympics, but for college athletes. So last Monday, there was a woman's 100-meter race. And the footage is all over social media because one of the runners was not... Up to snuff, let's just say. Okay. She's not a trained athlete. She's just a normal person. Her name is Nasco Akbar Ali. 
She's from Somalia. And it turns out she should not have been there at all. Someone pulled strings to get her in, and it showed. She ran the race, so 100 meters. She ran the race in just under 22 seconds, about half as fast as everyone else. The winner ran it in 11 seconds. And second to last finished eight seconds out of her. So after the video went, went viral, Somalia suspended the woman who heads their athletics program. She was the one who put her in the race. Turns out the runner might be her niece. Oh, oh nepotism nice. happening? Okay. Yeah, it is. This woman clearly should not be in the race. Sorry for going viral, though, and blowing up the sport in the right way. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's somebody aunt. We got to post that. It's amazing. <laughs> You know, you know what's always amazing. It's amazing. You know what's amazing about oh watching slow God. runners is it's hard to fathom how hard they're working. Look at her go for the little <laughs> for the little payoff for the little reward. She's like not the even little skip at the to end. the finish line. She kind of just slopped in. Yeah, you know. This is as if I was in the race. Mark, good set. What? Look how fast she's behind. Can we do a foot race? It's for over. Stop. These Olympics. <laughs> Man, amazing, right? That was over in like three. Se I mean, two seconds. She's fifty feet behind. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. This is I did not expect not... it to be that. Oh yeah. The, the, noticeable. It's the slowest sprinter ever. I'm gonna see. How, so let's awesome. see how many steps. By the time she takes two steps. <laughs> oh, everybody's she's buried, dude. Yeah. Here he goes. By the time she takes two steps, everybody race else. Race watch, is almost the, over. watch the corner. Everybody else. The, these people are sixth body lengths ahead of her. Oh my gosh! Trying. Look at that. She's two steps in. Let it play for one more second, and watch the separation. Stop. Now look at it. <laughs> yeah. It's so blatantly obvious. They're, they're at ten yards, they've already doubled her. Yeah. Like okay. less than a second in. One more thing. So the Olympics would never hire Lance Armstrong as a spokesperson, right? Nope. But he might be able to score a deal with this new Olympics alternative that's totally cool with doping. Wow. Okay. An Australian businessman Dope named Olympics? Aaron D'Souza has been developing the, quote, enhanced games. That's what it's called, the enhanced we, games. We, we talked about this years ago. Remember this? No drug testing. We were like, yo, we need a, we need a uh, well, you can't call it XFL now, but, we, you know, we need a DFL. I want a drug football league. I mean, if they're going to dope anyway is. and all that kind of stuff, like, yeah. hey, let's just separate them, and that way nobody dopes over here. Everybody dopes everybody over here. Dopes it's called the fact, Super League. Doping is encouraged. They're hoping to obliterate all the world records by unlocking human potential. And it doesn't sound like anything's <laughs> off limits. Wow. You don't have to juice, though. Aaron says, uh, we want natural and enhanced athletes. I hope that the bold natural athlete shows up and says, hey, guys, I'm natural, and I want to beat all you guys. It's so going to be just, great TV. So they're just not testing. They're not encouraging, but they're... they're... Oh, no, they're encouraging, too. The okay, enhanced right. games will supposedly launch with a showcase event next December with the full games debuting in 2025. No host city has been named yet. Fingers crossed for Festus. Unlike the Olympics, they hope <laughs> to make this an annual event. Five categories, track and field, swimming, weightlifting, gymnastics, and combat sports. There's another difference between this and the Olympics, too. Enhanced game athletes will be paid. There aren't any specific numbers, just that there's going to be salaries and large cast prizes for breaking a world record. And this guy says, we're giving elite athletes the choice between a life of poverty and obscurity, competing in the Olympics, or financial well-being and the right to build their brand at the enhanced games. Wow. 
Yeah, so so they're not encouraging illegal drugs, and we're not encouraging illegal drugs. But a lot of the stuff that is legal for people to take, you can't take in the rules of these particular leagues. Is this guy's name Bud Selig? The the the. (laughs) By the way, this is a direct reaction to the Olympic drug rules. So the Olympics would say that their rules are in place to promote health, safety, and fairness. But Aaron claims the Olympics are outright corrupt. Enhanced athletes will also be offered cardiac screenings at no cost before the games to make sure they're not in any serious danger. I love it. I will watch the crap out of this. Yeah. Give them all the drugs. Yeah. Illegal, legal. Give them. I want to do. I want to see the cocaine 100 meter races. (laughs) Me too. We're we're all. I want to see the nine lanes are on coke. The meth combat sport. (laughs) Yeah. There's there's swag bags on the faces. Bro, you ever? My 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 crackhead neighbor was. Man, he was training for it this morning. (laughs) Time out though. You do know. He was sweeping the alley at 4 a.m. when I left my house, (laughs) and I go, "What you? What is this guy doing?" Crackhead's work is never done. You know the issue that's going to destroy this whole thing, though, right? Remember every single time. What do we talk about every single time they're talking about the Olympics? As soon as all the athletes that aren't doping or supposedly aren't doping. Beat are, the records? Are, are, no. When they're all together in the hotels and all that and the Olympic rings and the Olympic uh, campuses and all that, they're all going crazy. They're banging each other. They're doing all kinds of stuff. Imagine if they're all getting dope at the counter. Right. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you, they, they give you cookies at the comfort suites or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> who knows what they're giving you at the Olympics, at, at whatever this is going to be called. The enhanced games. Yeah, they're going to go wild. Half of them aren't going to show up. The next day, got a race next day. Go to bed. Yeah. I yeah. can't. I love I it. I can't sleep. They're giving me everything. <laughs> I love it. All right, here's sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Boone, what do you got? All righty, sports presented by DraftKings at Casino Queen. Now hiring, by the way. Visit draft, uh, DraftKings at CasinoQueen.com. Uh, they have a careers page there. Zach Thompson had his best outing in the major leagues, even said to be, quote, impressive and, quote, probably the best we've seen him from manager Ali Marmel. But he still got the loss yesterday as the Colorado Rockies held the Cardinals' offense to a one nothing shutout. The Cardinals lost a series at home to the Rockies for the first time since they were swept in a four-game set in June of 2009. Uh, even with the loss, the story is about Zach Thompson. Uh, he had been uh, struggling in the minors, but his eight strikeouts yesterday were his most in a game in the majors and one only one shy of his single-game high in the minors. So great job, Thompson. Uh, Cardinals play again tomorrow in Tampa Bay at 540. For 27 agonizing seconds he, uh, at the uh, Melbourne Rectangular Stadium, the U.S. women's national team goalie was a World Cup hero, and then the American dreams were dashed. She palmed away a penalty, then lunged to scrape it off the goal line, and for 27 seconds, she wagged her finger and grabbed that precious ball and said no to the referees and to the player that took the penalty kick, uh, saying that it hadn't fully crossed the line, and it didn't look like it did. But... But it did. Then she heard a whistle. She stared, eyes wide open, mouth agape, intensely unflinching, thinking that this has to be a mistake. But no, Sweden wins. U.S. dreams gone. They're out, out of the World Cup. That's it. That's it. Yeah, 120 grueling minutes of soccer, then seven rounds of penalties and one decisive video re- review showed that it did cross the line by what looks like a millimeter or less. Of course, I'm bummed, but every angle, it just looks so very, very close. And they have a little cartoon angle that they're tweeting now with the video because it doesn't look like it. But of course, you know, we're, we're homers, uh, but it's a bummer. So in a, in a millim- with a millimeter, the U.S. is out. Lionel Messi, though, has scored five goals in the first three games with Inter-Miami. And on Sunday, it took him less than six minutes to score number six in a League's Cup knockout 
against uh, FC Dallas. He bookended the score with a dramatic game-tying goal late in regulation to send the game into penalty kicks tied at 4-4. Miami won the shootout 5-4 in advance of the League's Cup quarterfinals. It's just a different game and a different league with this guy on the field. The XFL announced that St. Louis Battlehawks linebacker Mike Rose has signed a contract with the Miami Dolphins of the NFL. Rose is the ninth player from St. Louis from the St. Louis roster and one of 43 XFL players overall to sign an NFL contract since the offseason began on May 15th. In eight games with the Battlehawks, uh, Rose had a fumble recovery and four of his 35 tackles were uh, were for a loss. To date, 145 invitations have been sent out to XFL players for camps uh, or to hold individual workouts with NFL teams since the conclusion of that regular season. So that's huge. 145 invitations. The St. Louis Battlehawks well, will... Well, it's a good showcase for all those guys. Yeah, the Battlehawks will retain Rose's rights if he doesn't make it in the NFL and should return to the XFL. So that's pretty cool. I'm Moon, and that's your sports, because some of us love playing with balls. All right, one final break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up. The show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Had a good time today, guys. Thank you. Me too. A wonderful time. Good Monday show. In the books on Tuesday. Uh, today's Pappy's Recapping. Brought to you by Pappy's Smokehouse St. Peter's, your summer barbecue headquarters, Highway 70 and Mid Rivers Mall Drive. Uh, we got the porno birthday, sports, crap on celebrity, Riz News, sexy time, fun facts, the sex toy review, everything we covered on today's action-packed Monday show. It's up on the blog. 7-Eleven workers were walloping a California man who tried to steal a trash can full of cigarettes. <laughs> Whooped his legs. <laughs> Whooped his ass. You got to see that. Um, also, they're talking about the en the enhanced games, a drug Olympics where cheaters can prosper. Got information on that. The Instagram thing is real and viral. And see, what it's not cheating. Yeah, if everybody rules. does it. Right. Yeah. And, wh and what is ghost lighting? It's a combo of gaslighting and ghosting. We got into that with Sexy Time Fun Facts. Heck of a title today, guys. Heck of a title. Thank you, Learn, again, for some of the things that you say. <laughs> yeah, what is it? 1057thepoint.com slash Riz is the blog, and the podcast is available everywhere. Just search It's Not Dairy, It's Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what the Internet Department comes up with as far as the thumbnail uh, for our yeah, YouTube no, show today. The no. Yeah, they looked very excited to do this one today. All right, It will be my face, I'm sure. Great. Uh, <laughs> Don't forget Friday, Hot Shots Edwardsville. Join us for the Pork Steak Army initiation uh, ceremonies. That's right. Uh, five to seven Hot Shots in Edwardsville. Be there. Be there. Special, special treats coming your way. Oh, yeah. All right. Anything else, ladies and gentlemen? No. That's it. Uh, That's it. Okay. Then we leave you with a selection from our Teamers member of the day. Brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. Hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Wentzville, Michelle McKinney is our yeah. Team The Rizzuto Show podcast. Powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.